0: You've selected a show from the Podcast Jukebox, a DIY podcast network.
1: Crippled Content Creations and Podcast Jukebox present Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability, with your host, Andrew Gerza.
2: Disability After Dark, with Andrew Gerza, shining a bright light on sex and disability.
1: This episode of Disability After Dark has been brought to you by Come As You Are. Come As You Are is Canada's only worker-owned co-op sex shop trans-owned and operated, Come As You Are carefully reviews and curates their selection of sex toys, books, and DVDs. Now you can get 15% off your next purchase at comeasyouare.com using coupon code AFTERDARK. Hey there, Disability After Dark listeners. want to let you know that over the last year, my sister and I have been working to try to create the first line of sex toys for disabled people. Maybe you've seen me put that on social media. Maybe you've seen all those things. So we are currently working on getting the money to raise the to on getting the money to do the research to make the first line of sex toys for people with disabilities. And we're almost done. And we're in a, we have about three two and a half weeks left to get a, about four thousand dollars to make this thing go. And I'd love your help. So if you head over to deliciouslydisabled.ca and click on the donate button, you can donate as little as you as little or as much as you can to make this go um, and to, to help us design the first line of sex toys for disabled people. We're working with awesome researchers in sexuality and disability at RMIT in in Australia, and we just need your help to get the last bit of money. So if you want to help us, go to deliciouslydisabled.ca and click on the donate button. Content warning. The language, content, and discussion found within this episode of Disability After Dark will be explicit. Listener discretion advised. Hello, hello, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for clicking on this brand new episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. I'm, of course, your disabled Dick Smith and host, Andrew Gerza, and get comfy, cozy, and crippled, because we're going to shine a bright light on sex and disability together today. Let's get started. First things first, we were doing the episodes every Tuesday, but then I decided, I asked some people on... The Twitter sphere when they listen and they were like, we listen mostly on Fridays or the weekend. So I thought I would do episodes on. I'm probably gonna release them every Saturday now. Saturday probably like two o'clock or something, and then that's when they'll be released. So Saturdays at two p.m. Eastern time, and if you're a Patreon supporter, you will get the episodes one day before. So if you're a Patre- if you're a Patreon supporter, you will get the episodes on Fridays at two p.m. via your Patreon. If you want to support the show, you can go to patreon.com slash disabilityafterdark and pledge $1 a month or more to keep the show going. And some people this month have done that for us and I want to give them a shout out. So let's do that right now. I want to give a big shout out and shine a bright light on Christy Matheson who pledged $1 a month to the program recently. Thank you so much for helping keeping the show go. You are better than any, any math test I've ever had, Christy Matheson. Thank you so much. And then, I also want to give a shout out to Melanie Hanson who pledged $5 a month to keep this show going. Wow, Melanie Hansen, You are cooler than the Hansons that banned from Canada <laughs> that banned from Canada in the 90s. You are cooler than the Hansons. Thank you so much for your awesome pledge and for supporting Disability After Dark, all of you. And if you want to shout out on the air, and if you're able to, please pledge about the show. But if you can't pledge to the show, you can leave a review on iTunes, you can tweet me about it, you can tweet your friends about it, you can do all those things to keep people knowing about the show. I really, really appreciate it, and it means so much that you would put your hard-earned dollars towards my wacky funny discussions about sex. Thank you, it means so much. If you want to be a part of the show, whether you want to be a guest or you want to do a minisode, I would love to get some minisodes. So I'm going to give us some things to think about writing in about and basically a minisode is where you write in a story that happened in your life around sexuality and disability or just disability generally and you write it to our email address, and then I read it back, and I, we talk about it on the air for a mini little episode that I pop in the in the feed midweek or whenever they come available. So if you want to do that and you want to be a part of the show, you can email us at disabilityafterdark@gmail.com. I look at all the stuff personally, and then we then I'll do a Minnesota stuff. So if you want to do that, that'd be great, and it would give us more cool content, so I would appreciate it. So, let me give you some ideas for that. I want to hear about bad breakups, I want to hear about times you had to come out to, to people as a disabled person, or as a queer person, or both. I want to hear all those stories, and I want to hear funny stories too. We did an episode, a Minnesota way back, about funny sex stories about disability. I know we have some, so send those in to disabilityafterdark at gmail.com. But now, I'm going to stop rambling and we'll get to the show. This one is jam-packed, so get ready. This show actually came about from a Patreon supporter, Kate Wolofsky. She became a Patreon supporter a few months ago, and she sent me some dollars to keep the show going, and I'm so thankful for that. But along with that, she sent me a beautiful, like, four-page letter of... Why the show is important to her, what it means, and how how grateful she is for it. And I read her letter, and I like teared up with joy. I was like, "Wow, this show is really impacting somebody. This is cool." So she said, "I'd love to chat with you, and I just want to have a talk. Can we talk?" So I said, "Sure, let's go. Let's go on like Zoom or Skype and give a, and have and say hello." And we did that. And we ended up talking on the Skype in our first Hello meeting for, I swear, about an hour and a half. And just laughing and geeking out together. And she told me that both her husband and herself were disabled. And they wanted to talk about sex. And I was like, that is a fucking cool thing. I want to have you on the show. So this is basically that conversation with both Kate and her husband, Aaron, where we chat about their experiences of sex and disability as a disabled couple, and it's really jam-packed. The whole episode's like two hours, and I loved it so much. I didn't cut anything. I kept everything the way it is supposed to be. We had such a good time, so fun. It was so important to hear how they, as a couple, navigated disability and sexuality together, and I think it was important because we very rarely talk about two people who are disabled together in a couple. That's something we rarely hear about or talk about, so this episode was really important for me, and I didn't want to do anything with it except to just release it as it is, and and as our conversation was. We had fun, and we had a good time, and they bring up a lot of important points, and they, they actually are calling themselves the disabled duo, so that's who they are and I'm, I hope you love this interview with Kate and Aaron Wolofsky the disabled duo right now on Disability After Dark Kate and Aaron Wolofsky yes said it right
0: uh, Wolofsky yeah, I love just didn't. I love just like listening to you work on it like it's just you yeah, know, it's, like never we're
1: it's never gonna get better it's never gonna it's gonna it's gonna just be it's gonna roll around my mouth like the balls I wish that were rolling around my mouth right now um <laughs> so i've hit record hello hello
0: Hello.
1: andrew who are you well i know who you are but you are aaron wolofsky i can never get to say it right you are aaron w and kw there there you go yeah well
0: yeah or we could just make it easy for you and use our our more public name the disabled duo
1: I mean, Which
0: we owe to you I, for coming up with. So
1: honored that that's the thing that we and it's so funny because we met on we met because you Kate emailed me a huge Patreon letter. Usually when I get donations like like thank you for your show it's awesome I got but you sent me like like seven paragraphs and I remember getting it being like <laughs> whoa this person a lot to say all right you sent me like seven yeah, paragraphs It's of- that's actually kind of short <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: So, I can imagine that your wedding vows were, like, quite long.
0: No, super (laughs) short. What? (laughs) The exact opposite, in fact. For good reason. Yeah. So, because we were standing. And standing for us is really, really challenging. I mean, I have... MS. Hang on, hang on. And, Don't go
1: to all the things that I want. Nobody okay, knows. All who, right. So, so, okay, wait, let's sorry. back it up because so you, back,
0: okay, back it up. So, it, the, so the ceremony so no, no, literally wait, no, 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 took no. us like
1: back it up. to Wait, hang on. Back it up to who you are today right now. Okay. All <laughs>
0: right. Okay. So today um, I, Kate, am um, a marriage and family therapy trainee, a professional clinical counselor trainee and in training to become a certified sex therapist um and we are both together disability advocates um and disability um, consultants as well. Yay. Uh,
3: is Aaron and yeah just um uh used to work in a pharmacy and but now I'm a uh uh I say a professional Pain <laughs> I, I, So
0: I've actually said that If anyone could get a PhD In chronic pain Aaron would have it
1: Shit, Shit. That's awesome Also you're my first Disabled duo Disabled married couple on the show That's So awesome. I feel like That deserves some sort of like Applause thing that I'm not going to put in the edit So yay for that Probably
3: to to come across married dually disabled people.
1: Yeah, I mean, you you. I've I've had a few of them, not on, on not on the show, but in life. But okay. you're the you're the first professional disabled duo that I have talked to. So hello, okay.
0: bye. Hi, <laughs> bye. I mean,
1: <laughs> and the audience can't see you, but just for those who are who have visual impairments and. Uh, want to know what you look like and slash what you're wearing? Can you please? And I've had to, I don't do this enough on the show because I forget. So could you please describe yourself? Is oh,
0: that, what we look like and what we're or what we're wearing? Both of those things. Okay, so I am. Let's see. Um, I'm a white woman, cisgender, heterosexual, um, blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, disabled sometimes visibly disabled sometimes invisibly disabled and i am sporting a super sexy black t-shirt that says disabled people are hot
1: amazing
3: (laughs) and i am also white of red hair and tall, just do we
1: talk years. about how my ginger, how ginger gets me hard? Do we, have we I had, think
3: so. Have we, think had we, we had like discussion? that discussion last time? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So she didn't know that that was like a thing
1: before we met. Yeah, I was it? Yeah.
0: Had no idea. I had no idea that like ginger was a thing. Didn't I we talk didn't about?
1: Haven't we talked about how like, and the audience knows this because I mentioned this a few times. How I got initially attracted to like that Robin Hood character when I was, like, five? Did, we, did I tell you that?
3: This, this is new to me. I'd like to hear this. Tell,
1: tell. So when I was five years old, I used to watch cartoons, and one of the cartoons from back in the 60s was the the British Robin Hood who was a fox, and yes. I fell in love with him Ooh. because he was both British and had red hair. And then, I forgot about that and then as mm-hmm. I grew up, I, like, was... Inordinately attracted to mammoth red hair with British accents.
0: <laughs> Ooh, I love it.
1: So you're not British, but I mean, I can overlook that. That's fine. <laughs> he's,
0: he's actually he's um, well you 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 say you say it. he's like he looks white, but.
1: Oh,
3: I'm also part Mexican as well.
0: And Jewish. Yeah. She's like half Mexican. Oh, uh,
3: mazel
1: tov! Did yeah. we? Did I? am also I'm a, a
3: redheaded Jewish Mexican.
1: I mean, I'm also Jewish. And now that I hear you talk, you have a little bit of the Jewish twang in your voice. So, <laughs> I <laughs>
3: and, guess so. Uh, we had matzo ball soup for dinner last I night. I mean, yeah. and are going to have it for dinner tonight. Yeah,
0: it's, and I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a little bit Jewish. There's like, well, I mean, but,
1: you married a Jew, a Jew. So I mean, you're one of us right well, maybe?
0: interestingly, actually, in my family history, going back, one of my um like my great great grandfather um came from a little town in Poland that's right near the town where his family's from
1: weird right how random like, I know. literally how random right um yeah. <laughs> so uh, Okay, so now we know who you are. We know what you're wearing. Thank you for that great description. Also, I'm upset you're both wearing clothes. Oh, oh, oh,
3: wait. I didn't get to describe what I'm wearing. Okay, go. I'm also wearing a disabled people are hot shirt. Yet mine has the added bonus of arriving with a little tiny hole in the shoulder. And <laughs> yeah! you know, since this is Andrew's shirt, this is kind of like Andrew's hole. And I... I can't help but finger the hole.
1: I mean, I'm so honored you're going to finger my, my, my hole. It's
3: in there right now. If you, if you can see,
1: (laughs) I can see, but I, I support that. I, I support that visual. All right. Um, and we were laughing earlier because the audience can't see, but you live in what looks like Ron Burgundy's, like, party <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: we do, Yeah, that's, that's kind of a, a design goal. Um. Amazing. So,
1: audience, this is going to be one of those episodes where it takes us forever to get to our point, and we're going to ramble forever because that's what we... We did a little pre-interview, like, two weeks ago, and I swear to God, we talked for an hour, but I can't... Like, basically nothing and everything all at the same time. Mm-hmm. It was pretty fun. So if you're listening and you're like, what the fuck is this? This is what you're getting. Deal with it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just <hanging in> take it.
1: <laughs> um, so tell me about your respective disabilities.
0: So I have um, goodness. I I have like a whole little like smorgasbord of disabilities, primarily um, MS. Um, so I was diagnosed in 2010. However, wow, I can trace symptoms back to my childhood. Um, and I had a really, really traumatic exacerbation at that point. And um, I've done, I've been a wheelchair user. I've been a rollator user. I have a collection of canes and crutches and all kinds of stuff. Um, in addition to that, um, lymphatic colitis, woohoo. Um, that was oh, yeah. really exciting um, stuff. Shit. um so yeah ex- well like, literally literally, yeah. literally I mean <laughs> yeah I'm
1: there <laughs> yeah. I'm right there with you chronic IBS and right? see uh, this, like hello hey
0: right hello like I yeah and I, I like, literally had like a near-death call um a couple of times um where because I was just wasting away I couldn't even keep food down
2: oh no um,
0: and so but I'm good now um and stable and doing amazingly well. It's taken. It's been a, a process, but there's that. I have a, also another immune condition where I don't make enough um, antibodies, so I need IVs to be around people. Um and yes, yeah, it's, it's super. It's super awesome, but I get the immunity of like ten thousand people all at once. So wow. it kind of makes me a superhero. <laughs> um. Wow. There,
3: for, a,
1: for a very short time. Yeah. Yeah. So, P- so do you have like banana bags in your body all the oh. time?
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah. I so I actually have like a whole kit of stuff that I bring around with me <laughs> all the time. I'm like the face masks, the you know, the like hand sanitizers, the everything. Like, um, I think if they had like if, like a bubble that was cold so that I could live in, that would and still mm-hmm. communicate with and touch you yeah. that would be good
1: so you
3: yeah, bubble she girl She only has to go in once a week to get the infusion and <laughs> get her banana bag in yeah.
1: that sounds that sounds i mean fuck that's your whole but once a week can be your whole day
0: yeah it, it can't but you know i mean i've gosh i mean i've been through all different kinds of other things it was you
1: well, we used
3: to have to do it every day yes so once every a week. day
0: yeah, I was on a therapy. So, I'm, I mean, I'm not on um, any traditional MS therapies. Um, I was living in Montreal when, when I was diagnosed. Cool. Um, so, we were kind of neighbors.
1: I'm trying to remember um, my French right now. Oh, oui, oui. Bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Mais, <I'm... laughs> Come it sounds I'd...
3: like you know as much French as I do. I'm, I'm, you know
1: what's sad? I knew when I was a kid, I was raised by French nannies. I'm sp- it's, Okay. It's sh- and I live in Canada. It's shameful that I don't know more French than I do.
0: Yeah, but you live in Toronto.
1: so I mean, but again, yeah. Toronto is not the center of the universe like we think we are. I should know more.
0: <laughs> well, it, it is. Anyway, if you want to speak French anytime, on peut parler en français en tout temps.
1: <laughs> yeah, what she said. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I knew what you said, but my brain is like must figure it like, out. We, I was
0: like, <laughs> we can speak French. Anytime, no, <laughs> I
1: got it. But my brain was still like, "What? I don't know how to do this."
0: Well, it's actually, you know, it is. It's a great brain exercise. Um, so I think, gosh, is that it for?
1: Yeah, but I have, um, that, that's I it have, for the I disabilities
0: have... of today. Well, there's. I broke my foot um, from from um, chronic pain um, a, from, from uh, nerve pain.
3: Sudex atrophy. Yeah. Yeah, it's a softening of the bones in her foot related to the neurological uh problems. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so got a got a nice break there.
0: Yeah. It's kind of fun actually. You sort of like collect all these different names and labels like it's sort of there's all these different names that nobody even knows what they are and you just sort of have this whole like list list of things. I'm sure yeah, you're you're a collector too.
1: I mean, I wasn't for a long time, but then I got IBS and now I collect all oh. the I now yeah. yes.
0: Yeah, I, I I feel that.
1: I, I didn't know what... So, Aaron, and you, and you, and you.
3: I I was in a motorcycle accident uh, a little over four years ago now and landed myself in the hospital for over two months. And, uh, yeah, I had a pretty long list of injuries.
1: Um, Break it down for us. Let's sure. go.
3: Okay, let's see. Uh, I like to go from top to bottom.
1: Mm. So. Me too. What are, <laughs> so, when am I coming over? What's the how? <laughs> We'll,
2: we'll
0: we'll
1: make
3: plans. After yeah. We'll, make plans. well, but see, yeah, but I, I should have been fingering your hole while I. I said mean,
1: that. Kate, do you wanna do you wanna like watch? Because I'm not. I, I love sure. you, and you're my friend, <laughs> yeah, but I'm not. I'm sure, sure, I mean, but like, I might you, need to. I might need you, to sleep with your. I might need to have sex with your husband by myself without you there.
0: I understand? <laughs> really, he's really hot. I mean, <laughs> thanks.
3: Which is why she's never gonna leave my side.
1: Oh yay P.S. We already We talked about this With consent on the forum So like Anybody listening Is like Why is Andrew blatantly Flirting with Kate's husband It was clearly discussed I can Yeah (laughs) Okay
3: So Top to bottom uh, Subdural hematoma So I had a, a TBI I Broke My back At T6 Um pretty bad fracture and um, i had a punctured lung i had three broken ribs i uh see broke my pelvis and in doing so dislocated my femur and what
1: the f- well, i uh,
3: tickled a little bit uh, bro- <laughs> broke my sacrum Yeah, it looked Nice and crumbled When I, when I, <laughs> oh, I saw, saw the x-rays uh, And a bunch of internal injuries um, As well I had a lacerated Kidney Lacerated pancreas A punctured spleen um, I'm sure there's a few things I'm missing A crushed ureter Oh uh, um, uh, yes, uh, you know, I kind of got a little bit of everything did, 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 in did, there. Did
0: you get uh, down? Did you,
1: did you move all the way down? A crushed ureter. The foot.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh. And so my disability arises from the breaking my pelvis and damaging the sciatic and peroneal nerves. And so I have a foot drop in my left foot and uh, the atrophy that comes along with it not working i have a uh, crips or crps uh, complex regional pain syndrome and uh associated rsd which is re- uh yeah Reflex. regional sympathetic Reflex. dystrophy uh, so yeah so uh, i have one foot that's about two sizes smaller than the other <laughs> and often feels more like uh, a pirate's peg leg than <laughs> than a foot that actually has toes and moves. i'm around. sure
1: you have a third leg that's just fine
0: oh it is in work condition <laughs> <laughs>
1: um wow that's a litany that's like that's i mean and you're yeah, you're it, not and even I'm sure there's
3: a few things that i missed as well that
1: did
0: you you said TBI mm-hmm. as
3: well, right? And, yeah. and like, your
0: back—that
1: right? yeah. sounds like a, you. You the two of you, something like a Grey's Anatomy episode, like just there it is.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. It, but what's fascinating, actually, is that how our many of our injuries actually track each other. So I mean, I have I have basically like a polka dot brain because of MS. So I have like all these lesions in my brain. Fun. Right. And then Aaron has the TBI. Um, he has, um, wait a second. What's going on? He has some, we both have something in the cervical spine. We both, he is, his fracture his his compression fracture in his back is at T6. My, um, sp- I have a spinal lesion uh, from MS at T6. <laughs> and um, I herniated some discs of my low back right around where he had, you know, his, his sacrum broken Um, my right foot is predominantly affected. His left foot is predominantly affected. So together, we often say part of being a disabled duo is that we have two good feet and almost one whole brain.
1: Almost. Almost. I mean, there's (laughs) so much to unpack there. I don't know where to even begin. Um, (laughs) so, So you both became super disabled at different points in your lives. How... Was it that you and I love this story? And you told me this once before briefly when we first did our pre thing. How did you tell me how you met?
0: Okay, I'll do you want to start? Yeah, you can go ahead. Okay, I'll start and then you tell your part. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, wait,
1: wait, 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 before we get to that question, what was relationships like before you met?
0: Oh, you know, um, so. Huh, interesting i mean so i was actually married um when um when i was diagnosed with ms and i married for a while i was with that person for um quite some time we're now very good friends actually it's because of him that we know about you oh Um, yay everyone is
1: connecting me to everyone thank you yeah uh, yeah
0: yeah thank you russell (laughs) um i'm sure you'll listen um so yeah he um and because being in Montreal found some Canadian news article right after um, Disabled People are Hot came out and sent it because he knew about the work that Aaron and I are doing, and said thought we'd be interested. So um, So I was with him for quite some time. Um, you know, when I got sick, things just um, didn't quite connect. But for me, my relationship with my body and my relationship with sex, um before becoming disabled was already like very impacted by culture, um, and you know, total lack of good sex education. Uh, I actually went to high school in British Columbia where I remember <laughs> I remember there being a sex ed class where like at least one, if not two girls were already pregnant. And oh, it was just wow. like anatomy pictures, <laughs> no can no condoms. Um, and yeah, it's just kind of, so a lot of um, a lot of the messages I got was like just get birth control, but not enough about like the pleasure that could be there, the mutual pleasure, the communication, um, and getting comfortable with my own body first, which I did not achieve um, until after becoming disabled. It was actually a real gift to become very severely disabled because. Um, I started to learn about what I needed and then I was I was actually convinced that I just didn't wouldn't be in a relationship because of how crazy my needs are and changing and then when I met Aaron because I was already comfortable with my body that's when um, that's when sex just got so amazing and I was able to fully realize my like my sexuality and that that Was incredible,
2: yeah.
3: And before for me, you know, it was uh, um, almost two years before we met after my accident, and had gotten to a place where I was super depressed and mm-hmm. you know, d- wasn't even thinking about relationships. I had a friend who will come up in a minute. And you know he he had tried to introduce me to um you know, a, a couple of women, and it's just you know it's, you know I was thinking who who would want this broken person
1: mm.
3: and uh, but when we met yeah, it was it was totally. Totally different, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: oh, it's so gross. It's awesome. Like,
3: yeah, then, like <laughs> the, the first time I was ever attracted to somebody it was like that feeling. It's like, oh my God, what is this?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, even prior to that, or prior to my accident, um, yeah, um, I don't know. I liked, uh, I liked to philandize. <laughs> I don't know that's not a word, <laughs> but I, I like it. Is it a I word? Like, can't. I'm pretty sure it's not, but you know, it's a play on <laughs> one, which flan,
0: philandering, philandering. It's, it's basically fland- like, like, yeah. like a little bit slutty, but like, but, but classy slutty. I mean, right?
1: I, I support that. I mean, uh, Word is four yes you know? exactly yeah, but you yeah, made it yeah. a nice word mm-hmm. yeah i mean you're a ginger so by by nature you're already kind of slutty it's fine exactly you know i was just you know so my lot- number is six no <laughs> <laughs> so t-
0: ears <laughs>
1: she knows what my number is it's, fine. it's all in all my emails it's right there um <laughs> so you
0: two met then how did you meet so this is so ridiculous like talk about internalized ableism um let's we met do yeah it. let's do it so we met at gold's gym <laughs> right yeah i know just yeah like it's it is so laughable um it's so ridiculous the two so, broken
1: people met at Gold's gym yes
0: two broken yes people. two yeah two like super broken people who like had no business being in there um and I was there because so one of the things so um hey spasticity it's one of my big um big symptoms yeah Um, me too hey hey so I absolutely need movement every day of some like whatever I can do like I used to wake up like with everything bald in like bald fists bald like curled toes and stuff and I just work at it so they have a a movement therapy background as well I teach gyrotonic exercise um, which thank goodness I learned how to teach before I got, like right before I got sick might um, with my big exacerbation so um, but when I would come here I wasn't living uh, we live in Carmel California beautiful place but I wasn't living here at the time my mother lived here and I would come to visit and being away from um, access to equipment and Um, I was, I had just gotten to the point where I was starting to feel, honestly, I was feeling cocky, like (laughs) cocky in the sense of, I'm out of, I've been out of wheelchair for, I've been off of walkers, I've been off of canes, I'm doing great, I can exercise, I can lift weights, I'm going to do everything I thought I could never do again. So obviously that didn't work out, that did not work out so well. (laughs) (laughs) that was like that was like a ticking time bomb for another exacerbation but um i was trying to do things with weights which were like hurting me um but i had come to visit and i'm going up to the cache and i see this adorable little dog our little dog child who's actually now my service dog um and she's so cute. And I go down to pat her and I ask her name. He says Lucy, which was the name of my dog and everything when I was little.
1: Oh yeah, I remember the story. Yeah, okay.
0: Never met another dog named Lucy, so I'm shocked. And I look up at him surprised, and I go, "Oh my goodness!" And I look up at him and I think, "Who is that?" And then
3: let's see. Probably have to go back a ways. Oh, uh, that's true. Let's see. Oh, when Anyways, um, part of my symptoms with the crips is extreme sensitivity to temperature, especially cold. Like any change in temperature hurts, but it hurts more when that changes towards the cold. And uh, that's why you live in California. Well, yeah, you know, but Carmel in particular um, is so. I mean, it's on on the ocean. Um, It it can be cold and foggy and windy sometimes and you know it can change throughout the day quite drastically Um, and i was living downtown and i have a friend who lived out in carmel valley which is not that far away but it's easily 10 degrees warmer uh, than than it is here in town And so I had moved in with him to just be somewhere where it was warmer because I, I was in pretty pretty bad shape, um, and the you know, the temperature sensitivity was just killing me. And so I moved in with a friend, and for it had been several months um, that I had lived with him before Kate and I met, and he had been telling me this whole time, he's like, you know, I I. You know, there's somebody at the gym, and she's got a friend, and she, you know, she wants wants her wants you guys to meet. Is you know, he wasn't specific, but this was, I think he said, just you guys could relate.
0: (laughs) And uh, I'm going to interrupt for just a second to say that that person was a friend of mine. The other girl was a friend of mine, and she said to me that she wanted to introduce me to. Basically, to Aaron, um, because he'd been in a terrible accident and was in horrific pain, and I am too. So, you guys should talk. And I said, you
3: but, "You, but you didn't know who I was.
0: I had no idea yeah. who he was. I had absolutely yeah. no idea when we met. But I told her, I it's absolutely so ridiculous. Just because I'm not going to walk up to someone and go, Hey, I hear you're in horrific pain. Me too.'" Let's, Let's go talk. for a coffee about it. Like, right? and, but, but cra- yeah, but crazy thing, which like, Aaron obviously-
1: couldn't drink cause it's hot and then his temperature would, it would fuck him up. And then, mm-hmm. so I mean,
3: well, I- my coffee too. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: and okay. So back to the story. So I lived with this friend for several months and you know he kept saying, no, you need to meet this person and you need to meet actually the, the friend that wanted to introduce us. And, uh, And I was in such a bad state and depressed and just kind of angry. And I was like, I don't want anything to do with anybody. And, you know, it's like I'm having a hard time being around the people that I like. I'm not going to want to meet somebody new. Yeah. Whatever reason. And as Kate said, it's like, yeah, it's kind of a weird one. Oh, I hear the two of you are in horrific pain. It's like you should get along then.
1: Yeah. Mm, okay <laughs> I mean but also they're totally right because like like we just said when you when you sit with disabled people in a room or two people who have gone through similar trauma they do tend to get along because they understand intrinsically mm-hmm. what that pain is so yeah it sounds silly but it actually makes a whole lot yeah, of sense.
3: yeah that's you know, kind of what we thought at the time, but we're, we're both proved very wrong <laughs>
2: in that respect.
3: So the friend that I was living with was the manager at Gold's Gym. and I'm picturing
1: it, Ben Stiller from that movie where he was the, that's what uh, I'm picturing. Uh, uh, Globo yeah. Gym? Yeah, Globo, or yeah, yeah. Dodgeball, Dodgeball. Yeah.
3: Great movie. He's
0: so good yeah. with movies. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's
3: so he worked uh, as the manager at Golds, and that day I had dropped him off. Um, can't even remember why, but had gone into the gym. Was just kind of hanging out for a minute before leaving, and that's when I see Kate, and like at the counter where we both are, and see her bend down and start to pet Lucy, and. I look over. He was at looking my at. Friend. He was looking at my ass. Yeah, basically. I looked over at my friend, and I'm like pointing to her and like mouthing like, "Who is that?" Yeah, because all I see is this, you know, hot blonde bent down with a, with a big butt, and I got a thing for for butts, you know, b- big ones in particular. I mean, and you know, it wasn't huge, but She's working on it. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I was, and and here's the thing: I was actually. Um, I had muscle wasting um, with my MS because my pituitary gland stopped working um, went through menopause hormone replacement all kinds of stuff but I couldn't it was so hard for me to you know, I looked like a skeleton and so in order to get back to normal I actually had to like almost overeat <laughs> and I had just started on that so at least my, my butt was in like it was getting there That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah.
3: Which is also the reason that you were in the gym yeah. working out is to on my replace butt. well that replace yeah, the replace butt. all that lost muscle yeah, everywhere. Re- that's very but true. Most particularly, on her ass. Yeah,
1: I mean <laughs> that. I don't know how to <laughs> say it's it. A, it's a very important feature. Yeah. yeah, it is.
0: And so we met the very and then we figured out who each other was when we were leaving because our friends were there going oh hey introduce so well, we, no, beat so them to we
3: have yeah we ha- she has the moment with Lucy she looks up at me and you know I'm looking at her asking my friend you know who is this and so it's a, you know great meet cute moment
2: <laughs> and
3: and then that was kind of it like you know we kind of went our separate ways at that point point. I'm okay.
0: thinking I am such an idiot. I don't know his name. I I'm going to marry this man. I you just could like, bl- uh,
1: you can blame the legions though on why you didn't know his name. You there's like five ways you could be like, Oh I didn't know because my legions are backing up today. That's what you I would, think,
0: You know, I, I do have to say it's an amazing excuse because I actually need to use it all the time. Yeah. And it's like it's like that's a for real excuse, but you're absolutely right. I can completely blame it on
1: yeah, so the next time you forget something, it's like, Oh, I'm having a Legion Day, sorry, shit.
0: In fact, like, yeah, in our it, like in that's one of the huge benefits actually to being in a relationship with someone who's also disabled and has some a lot of similar challenges is that we like I don't care like as long as he knows his own name <laughs> like and remembers that like he lives here you know, we're married, and like, you know, like that's I
1: like know my name and can find my way home. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. Isn't that yeah, like I'd, the basic like, tenets of any relationship? Really, yeah, to know who it, you are, it, know how to get back to where you live.
0: A lot of you Which, know,
3: you know, you know. I forget. They can all be solved with like a dog collar and a,
1: and a tag. <laughs> yeah. Now
0: yeah. that's kind of like now you're kind of getting into other exciting I territories, mean, but like, <laughs> like you're like you're you're going like other roads. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, interesting I know we have like yeah this is like a new thing that's good I like it um so um yeah it's what's interesting about it is like you know typically you know like even in the movies or you know relationship books you know you're supposed to supposed to quote unquote remember anniversary dates or remember um you know somebody goes to the store you forget something there's so many types of things like that during the day um where you know we can see other couples get into arguments about but for us like every like there's just everything kind of rolls off of our backs and it just sort of flows because we understand the way our brains work and you know we just kind of flow with it
1: and you have to because like it's disability yeah, because what's the point of fighting, of worrying about the little things when tomorrow one of you or both of you could have a thing that's way more bigger than like, oh, I forgot the milk, fuck.
3: Yeah, if we if we decided to get, you know, hung up on those little things, it'd just be it'd be a, a constant battle throughout the day because it's just the way things are.
0: Yeah, and like no matter how many post-it notes, reminders and post-it notes to remind you of the reminders or notes on the hands or whatever it is, you know, forget what that's for. know, um, yeah, and I'm like, I will say, um, you know, I'm, I'm capable of. You know, we're both capable of. Um, you know, having a like a certain amount of professional activity, professional life. But as far as like, the littler stuff, like you know, groceries, appointments, and like other things that are not um, within this the scope of um, like meeting other people like you. We remembered to meet you.
1: Yeah, <laughs> good. Did you write it on a post-it? Do I have a post-it somewhere oh in your oh house? My gosh, you still have
0: post-its. You have post-its, you have reminders, you <laughs> have contacts, you have like spaces in the calendar, you have like you have um you have pole position. You
3: you have a constant presence in the house too because Kate's, you know, she's trying to catch up on all I mean, the podcasts. So, you know, mm-hmm. half the time when I'm in the house and I'm not in the same room as her, it's like I can hear your, your voice echoing throughout <laughs> the hall. That house. both
1: turns me on and terrifies me all at the same time. Oh, I'm not that sure that's how that's I feel.
0: Well, it. You, well you, have, you have a beautiful voice. And I will say that um, there are a number of things that I really so much appreciate about this show. Um, and I think that's really important about it. Break it down. Let's all go. All right. Let me, like, let me break it down. Like, like, let, me, like, let me give you a list. Um, So first of all, um, you are so thoughtful in your choices of people that you interview and the types of questions that you ask and also the ways that you're willing to be vulnerable about your disability and your experiences with like trying to access sex, um, which so many of us, um, you know, if any of us who do have disabilities, and that could be anyth- could be temporary. It could be, you know, you could have the stomach flu for three days, you know, and, and that would be something. And um, oh, can you still hear me? Yep. Good, <laughs> excellent. Um, I think um, I think the computer oh, battery actually needs to Aaron, Aaron's going to take care of it. He's always fixing things. Um, but let me get back to you I'm and ready. why you're so amazing and why this show is so amazing. So here I am um finally getting to the point um when Aaron and I met. I was just about to go back to school um because I was so sure I finally had enough energy. Um and I had been trying, you know, for a couple of years I was there was a long time where I couldn't do anything. I was really bedbound and, um, in such writhing pain, insomnia, um, narcolepsy, it was really, it was, it was, you know, uh, just such a, um, such a rough time. There's no way I could have done anything. And so as soon as my energy came back, I was searching for something I could access. Um, because being that close to death and being, um, and being so touched by all of this, um, I knew that I like I knew that I was still alive for a reason. Um, and while I was in an IV clinic, um, I was peer counseling a lot because the doctor who was giving me, me my IVs would always um, pair me up with people who had um, it was mainly infectious disease, and it was more short term. For them, so he would often yeah. care with these people, and I would chat them up, and um, and uh, so many people. When I was diagnosed with MS, would I start getting phone calls? Oh, my sister has it, my mother, and my um, you know, would you talk to them? And I realized very quickly that um, everyone was having their own experience of the diagnosis. Everyone was having their own experience of disability, even people who'd had disabilities their whole lives as they grew up as they you know became like sexually mature as they became you know there were all these new questions and everyone is living the disability and um so that i got into talking to people i realized gosh i need to go back to school so mental health counseling was the way to go um for me and i didn't expect to be working with people with disabilities that wasn't my goal initially but then as I got into school and I looked in the textbooks and I realized there's just nothing there for us I mean I'm advocating every month all the time just for my own you know accommodations um and there's like these mini mini sections and most of it is inaccurate um yeah mostly it's like a
1: bullet point of like disability is this finished (laughs) <laughs> right,
0: right, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah, um, yeah, uh, yeah, is a lot, it's, like, it's heavy stuff, yeah, and, you know, these ridiculous, like, models, like, which drives me crazy, like, a, like a, a model of understanding disability, like, have you guys spoken to people with disabilities? There disability?
1: are two, and they're both horribly wrong and outdated.
0: I know, and actually, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm um, building a collection, so... Um, At the end of this, anyone reach out to us on social media, emails, whatever, um, and, yeah, let us us know um, if you have any other books that you really like, because I'm trying to find what's there, but the truth is, Andrew, that, like, you're creating a living textbook that everyone in practice, as a clinician, doctors included, should be hearing. Like, this is... Like it is so important what you're doing. Like I'm listening to you. I'm listening to everyone on the show. I'm hearing you. I'm hearing myself, and um, this is what I think is the most important.
1: Wow, thank you. That's, and I know you you feel that way because you sent me a, a thirty page mm-hmm. letter about it like three weeks ago. But it's mm-hmm. nice to hear it. Like it's so nice to hear it from people that are actually listening because. The show, and not to, like, to man harm, but it's hard to produce this show. The show is not an easy thing to come by or to make. And I, I often, and I said to both of you before I record, before we were recording today, like, how the fuck do I keep this going? Like, how does it, how will I keep it up? And it's exciting, but also, like, oh, wow. Like, so I'm learning also that the show doesn't have to be only about sex. I'm learning also that to expand it past just how you fuck and how do you find happiness and how do you, like, all those things... I'm trying to make it so much bigger than just a sex show because Mm -hmm. what I'm learning from doing it for almost three years now is that there's more to it than that and I need to grow it out.
0: Honestly, um, so awesome because so a lot of, um, a lot of what we talk about a lot just between us is, and now, you know, now more outwardly, um, will be it. the Walls Protocol Conference in Iowa in July, talking about love, intimacy, and sexuality with disabilities. Hey Iowa, what up? Hey, hey Iowa, hey Dr. Terry Walls, um, and yeah, our and subtitle: Yes, we can, as in like, yes, we can have sex. Yes, we can have a, like an intimate life, but the 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 like our big kind of message is that it really begins with the individual. So like, you know, we're not just speaking to, you know, cis hetero couples or anything, like if you don't even have to have a partner, you know, to be, you know, be asexual, it doesn't necessarily matter, but to have a relationship first with your own body. Yeah. And when you're feeling awful, like, you know, you know, like IBS acts up, like there's times when, you know, like penetrative sex in any way is not a thing that happens and you know or orgasms don't have but but you can stay connected and it's that that intimate connection that hey i'm there i see you i love you like we will like blow each other kisses across the room when we're like. So Aaron, will, like, I was expecting
1: you to stop it, blow, and then you didn't, and <laughs> then.
0: I, <laughs> oh, okay, no, yeah. So um, that, that's a whole other. I'll tell you about that after, <laughs> but because I got lots to say about that, um, I I really do because there are so many different ways that we need to talk about modifying. Like, modifications. Not
1: even modifying, but it's, like, I hate, I I really struggle with the term modification because thank you. I feel like modification means afterthought, and I don't like that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, what I feel like in terms of, like, positioning and shit like that, I feel like we need to start talking about, about like, sexual creationism. Create something new. Oh,
0: I I love So, okay, that was another thing that I absolutely love about your podcast, is your attention to language and meaning. Like not just the words, but like what does it mean and why? Because, um, yeah, I was I was raised by a woman who was a teacher, and boy, did I ever get a lot of stuff for saying words that meant <laughs> things that, yeah. So um, I really listen for that now, and I think, oh, guess who's right now? So no, no, that's a that's a medication reminder. <laughs> oh,
1: I thought it was like Postmates coming to, coming in to like hang out.
0: Oh no, we don't Go live. Ahead. Yeah, we live in a part of the world where there are no physical addresses. We wish there were postmates. Oh, you live in like a
1: rural. Wait, is there a rural no, part of
0: California? No, it's like. Uh,
3: it's it's classified as rural, but it's not. Yeah,
0: it's not like it's a it's a it's it's a fun it's a funny little um, it's a funny little part of the world. It's near Pebble Beach. Okay. So this made famous by um, Clint Eastwood was mayor here. It's like a little... I mean,
1: I can't applaud for that because the more and more I hear about Clint Eastwood, the more and more I hear he's like a misogynist shitbag of problems. So
0: cool, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, well, that's what it was made famous for. He's not mayor here anymore. Um, But the interest... So it's an interesting town. Um, Not super accessible. Yeah, I was just
1: going to say, like, what's the accessibility like there?
0: Um... For, was quite challenging, to be honest. Can uh, cripples
1: get to Carmel? Is my question.
0: Um. Yes. Absolutely. If, if like, if you call, if you call us, plus, yes, yes, yes. Um. You <laughs> know, we will make it. We will make. We will make anything accessible for you. I'm sure. Like, I'm on a mission to get you here sometime. So,
1: if any gimps out there are close to Kent, oh. Carmel, or want to bring me there, or want to meet the disabled duo, let them know.
0: I actually, I think it would be super amazing um, to even have you come and speak to, um, you know, like yeah, maybe we could all get together and we should know, have a have professional
1: threesome again. For I don't, a should,
0: professional threesome would be amazing. That
1: would be great. I'm so there for that. I, I
0: would love doctors to come. I would love. I therapists mean, to
1: come. doctors. I'm there for. I know. You know what? I've started talking to more doctors and what I do, and I love talking to doctors because they. Come at it from such a clinical perspective that I don't have. And so I was at a conference two weeks ago, or n- a little, not a conference, it was like a lunch and learn session with a bunch of doctors. And I sitting.
0: Really, oh, I know. I don't remember lunch and learn. That's yeah. Like Canada. So it was like that. <laughs> it was
1: a lunch and learn. So we we're sitting in the room, and I, a bunch of like clin- clinical doctors being like, oh, I don't. And they gen- genuinely had no idea about disability. And then there was me being like, hey, I'm the only visibly disabled person in the room. Like, what up? Hey. And so it was so empowering because, and I don't even know what this tangent is anymore, but it's so empowering. Well,
0: well, okay, so this is actually a very important tangent because um, you're you're speaking to something that's really important to us, actually, um, and something that we intend to do more of is speaking directly to doctors and clinicians. So, um, I mean, I welcome doctors in my practice because one of the things that I... Um, that I serve as a mental health clinician is individuals with disabilities but also their whole families and you know doctors who treat people with disabilities and who may have compassion fatigue or not know what to do may not have any idea what to do with a certain case I can't tell you even before I've gotten to this point how many people my professors Um, professionals have been in practice for decades, have been consulting with me already about, oh my goodness, I have this case. I have a disabled person. No one's touched them. What do we do? Like, and I realize there's no education about it. So
1: there really isn't. There's like, and it's so shameful because when you're a disabled person and you get sick, as I'm sure you both thought when you first got sick, you're going to go to the hospital and someone's going to know what to do. And it is terrifying as a disabled person when you <laughs> when you get there, and you really quickly realize no one knows how to help you, and no one is advocating for you, and no one, no, and they don't mean to not; they just genuinely don't know.
0: Mm-hmm. That is that is so true, and that was a big fear for me um, for a long time after being diagnosed, particularly because I didn't follow the traditional oh. protocols and didn't respond well to a lot of them, and something happened to me and you know someone was around that I didn't know what in the world like you know it's it can be terrifying um to end up somewhere and most doctors have not had training in
1: Yeah they just haven't and I mean that's why we're here, docs so I mean hey hire us we're and like <laughs>
0: Yes, yeah, hire us. Like hire Andrew because he has years of experience i have <laughs> 35 years
1: of being disabled i will i know how to do this um but i want to move to something sexier i want to move to your sex Ooh, life because the very geez. first thing that one of you wrote on the forum when i when i can I, and i asked you to write a lot and oh my goodness you <laughs> wrote there there's literally four pages of notes here which i love because it's giving us a whole shitload of things to talk about um <laughs> And I this is one of the interview where I don't have to be like, so let's stretch it out to like do the do this it's It's like nice and well rounded which I appreciate it so the first thing the very first thing you wrote was we're to say that we're married and we're having the most intimate, meaningful, and seriously hot sex of our lives, so <laughs> break that shit down for me, <laughs> one of you."
0: Do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Oh, so yeah, I'm 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 like more the talker, and then he'll jump in and say like the sentence that says it all. Oh, I know, I figured
1: um, that out. I figured that. Yeah, out, like, he's, he's p- like he, he's like the
0: he's like the thesis statement to the like the essay that so I. So you're read. like
1: the body of work, and he's like the like, oh. and my end point is boom.
0: Oh. This, like, that sounds so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm like, <laughs> like, just... the body's endpoint. Like, okay, wait, that's amazing. Wow. Um, so, yeah, that's like, uh, you can tell where my brain went. And so, um, yeah, it's so one of the things that is so amazing about disability is that we have to communicate, right? Like, you know, you got it. You have to explain things. I mean, you have to explain, like, Okay, how are your bells today? How are my bells today? <laughs> like, you know, but like seriously, like, you know, you have to like how's your pain today? And you know, with MS every day is a surprise party, you know, so um I don't know who's showing up or, you know, what's going on. Um and you know, some days my hand could be like locked in like a little ball, which Oh my is, god,
1: I <laughs> so bad. Hang on. Yeah. Your hand being locked in certain positions is great for Aaron.
0: Oh, it's super great! I'm like so. Yeah, this um, this is yeah. this what is. it's super great. <laughs> it's a it's a super big bonus. Like yeah, when you're like yeah when when you're me and and I have a dick around, it's because like because I can I can dicksmith as you said. Yeah. Um,
1: I mean, you're so an honorary dicksmith. I appoint that to you.
0: Oh. <laughs> Do I get, like, a certificate? Oh, have like been knighted. I, I do feel like yeah. I've been knighted. Oh, that's special. Are you knighted
1: as a female-identified person? Is it oh. a thing? I don't know. You can be knighted well, as a woman, right?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I'm just going to say, like, any gender is possible. I ha- Actually, I have to say, Aaron's been awesome as I've been in school. And I've been writing essays. And, you know, sometimes I'll write things like, you know, as a woman. And he'll read it back to me and he'll say, wait a second. What does being a woman have to do with anything? and uh, you know anything
3: what? that you're writing about.
0: anything that i'm writing about it was a really good point because it really didn't have anything to do with anything um and i it was such a great point that i tend to focus more on the human experience now like what are we experiencing as humans and i'm coming back to the sex I'm, I'm
1: getting ready Get back coming sex. back yeah. to the
0: sex so the the thing about us both being disabled is that we understand our different needs and it's humorous to us. So like we usually, we go with humor. We lead with humor. So like, you know, we'll both be in a lot of pain with our feet up. Aaron sometimes in a lawn chair in the living room because it's most comfortable. It has a zero gravity situation. Amazing. Uh, and, yeah, I know. Like we're, we actually, I think are probably, well, thanks to you, Aaron's something of an inventor. So we're kind of a, like disability hack thing because there's not there's not a lot out there for us in yeah. terms of you know positioning stuff. So what we do is I'll be lying there and this is like just one example and I'll be like and I'll want to come to him. I'll want to go over to him. You know I want to like. You know, like you remember, like when we were growing up, Cosmo would be like, "Hey, you know, like saunter on over to your guy, like to kiss us." So, yeah, that's not going to happen with me because I can't, like, I can't wear their shoes. I can't wear the sauntering over. That's like super painful. So, if also I'm, like, I'm-
1: who saunters anywhere today,
0: right, right, like yeah, whoever saunter- has
1: sauntered over to their partner and been like, "Hey, want to have some
0: sex?" No one does. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like. I actually have this thing where I'd love to add up financially what it would take to accomplish a lot of the things that we're told would be super sexy in terms of surprising your partner with like the lingerie and the dinner and the this with a disability.
1: Uh, that <laughs> like, hey, you. I may steal that from you. I'm making an episode. Yeah,
0: I, I think you should do it as an episode. I think I, it'd be amazing.
1: I might have to steal it. So so okay. So you're lying there, and he and well,
0: then I'm lying there, and I'm like, hey, do you want a blowjob? And he'll be like. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, because like, that? Uh, and he usually says that, which is not surprising. I mean, but, who uh,
1: doesn't want a blowjob. Right. Say, well, yeah. What kind of questions? that? Yeah. I on. mean, but like, I'm uh, not I mean,
0: really. I so enjoy it now. Like, I n- I've never enjoyed it so much as I do now. I really enjoy it.
1: Was it hard for you? Because I know, I know that sometimes with muscle things like giving blowjobs can be. Hard, because you gotta open your mouth a certain way, and then there's a... You have to, like, you can't bite his dick, so you have to...
0: So, here's like, the amazing thing, is that I've found that, particularly over time, with our trust level, that I've been able to just, Are you like, about to tell me that you... <laughs>
1: oh my god, I'm so scared. Yeah, keep going.
0: Oh, like, I mean, like, I, like, I can probably almost... Like, I can probably almost swallow his balls, like, at the same time. That so, wasn't where I thought I'm you were going. Saying. I
1: thought you were going to tell me that with your trust level, he lets you bite his dick, and it's going to be like, wow, that's...
0: <laughs> no, although, like, I will say, like... Oh, it t- totally
1: would. Yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, that's yeah, love. That's love, love like, right
1: there. there. There's my boy.
3: and, you know, so there's a certain amount of uh, <laughs> scrapage yeah. that happens that, you know, he's just <laughs> uh, overlook, you know? Yeah. So...
0: That's like, like, and so I... So, yeah, that is love and like that's love right there I mean, like that's that's, like,
1: that's that's like literally that's the definition of love i will let you put my dick in your mouth and maybe bite it if you needed to i'd be okay with that that's love but,
0: so in order to even get there though it's like a 30 minute setup <laughs> so like so all i can say is anyone that thinks that spontaneity is necessary um yeah you're wrong um it's actually the whole setup so it's it's like 30 minutes of building pillow forts in our living room to make it possible <laughs> so like i need to and every day it's different for me like i n- need to prop up my foot and i need to do this and i need to do that because if i were to just go over to him and start giving him a blowjob he wouldn't even enjoy it because he would see me in pain oh and he would see me suffering and that wouldn't be fun for him if you need someone to tap in for black, you
3: 30 seconds if you're not in a comfortable
0: position good point i wouldn't be able to i wouldn't be able to take my time so it's pillows and it's like he'll sit down and then he needs his neck supported and then he needs like you know and then it's like you put your foot over my foot and i sit on the floor like we we actually bought chairs like we have blowjob chairs um, I'm not kidding. I know, because, which is
1: why it, it's so much better. <laughs>
0: um, and, beca- and and I'm saying this because I think I think it's really important that we. I hope one day that we're all you know, rolling, walking, whatever, down the street, and hear people talking the same way we're talking now, and that it's normal, as normal as it would be, like oh, I was eating dinner, right?
1: I read something the other day that said that like, even though I hate the word normal, that like ableism <laughs> is the Is the one discriminatory thing that's going to take like two hundred more years to eradicate or some bullshit? So I don't think in our lifetime that will happen, unfortunately. But it's a dream. Well,
3: but keep talking like that; it'll probably
1: rub rub off on someone. Rub off. I hope somebody rubs off on me soon. I mean, what?
0: Right? Like it's almost your birthday. I think people should be rubbing (laughs) off. I
1: mean. By the time mm-hmm. this comes out, my birthday will probably be done. But yes, I totally. Birthday! <laughs> yes.
0: I'll sing to you too. <laughs> wow,
1: wow! So many gifts are happening right now. um
0: <laughs> But, well, so to wrap all of that up, back to that whole point of why it's so intimate. It's that because we have to like literally negotiate most things, like check in every day. It's like, okay, wait a second, like what, what are our options? It's always like, okay, let's break down what the options are today. Like, here's what's working with me. Here's what's working with you. What, how can we make this happen? And I have to say a lot of that happens because of pillows and I'm want to give a little shout out to liberator because, um, we own a lot of their stuff. Um, liberator, um, positioning pillows, um, are Not incredible.
1: sponsored, but if you want to sponsor that me, Liberator. Um,
0: so I so by the way, they know about you. So we oh, called wow. them and we <laughs> spoke to their PR people and because with our upcoming talk, we asked we told them we were talking to people with disabilities, and I talked to the PR person and she said, Oh my gosh, everyone deserves pleasure. And they knew about you. They'd heard of you.
1: You're celebrity. Hey Liberator. <laughs> I'm and sitting in my house waiting for a check. They're
0: okay. donating. They're donating um, some wedge ramp combos and some wedges to our talk. So you do should. A giveaway. I yeah. think they should. I think you could totally do a giveaway. Maybe a Patreon giveaway. Hey,
1: liberator! Else. If you want me to test, you know, I'd love to do some testing. So if anybody there is listening, Ooh, be- oh my
0: gosh! Um, yes, we would too. Like, yes, like, anyone's listening, we will all test for you.
1: I will. Yeah. I'll test it for you, and I'm sucking some sex burger dick soon. I will test that oh. shit for you, and I'll let you know.
3: Um access for future episodes. I mean that that yeah. sounds like I a mean,
0: perfect. One. So what? It, like, let's turn this around for a second. Like, what do you need? Like, I know you have your lift, right? Which is actually like can be awesome, like you know, to have that available yeah. sex wise, right? But what else do you need?
1: Pillows to access are great. And I just have, like, your run-of-the-mill, like, Walmart pillows. I don't have, like, special pillows. I just have, like, cheap, poverty-ridden pillows. Um, <laughs> but, like, nothing special and fancy. So liberator, call me. But, but no, two pillows are great. Um, really, though, a strong person to move me around. That's why, like, mm-hmm. that's why, and again, this is going to sound weird and ableist, but, like, that's why I prefer to be with someone who's more able than I am, because I can't. I just can't, and it's easier when like, when I'm with a sex worker that's able-bodied and I can say, like, move me this way and throw me around. I know they can, and I know, like, because a lot of the dudes that I fuck go to the gym regularly, I know that, I also know that it's, it's, so really, it's not, and yeah, there's ableism in there, I get it, but it's also an access need.
0: I don't know that that's 100% ableism. I think that's also just a level of trust, because you need to feel safe enough, because, you know, it's not like... It's not like you have like a whole team in the other room waiting to jump in and help you. You need your partner to be able to like literally able to take care of you.
1: And it's such a weird thing, and I, like I struggle with that back in like one of the first episodes I did. I struggle with like, why am I in? Why am I really only in table-bodied men? And it, it was a realization that like, they can they can take care of me literally in mm-hmm. a way that disabled men or other people that I'm attracted to her who are more disabled can't. And so I I struggle with, like, how do I manage that? So, yeah. So yeah. pillows are great. Able-bodied people are yeah. great. Um, <laughs> more able people than I are great. Um, <laughs> one of the things I would love to have that I haven't tried yet that I would love to try is, like, something to grab so that I can roll my body over. Like, I l- all, th- all these positions for disabled people, when I've seen things with disabled people in, like, Cosmo or whatever, like, roll over to the side! And I'm like, I can't do that. My position is a dead turtle. Like, I can't, what?
0: Oh, so I, like, that's, 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 like, the cutest, I love that term so much, uh, (laughs) because I've been there. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, I like I've, I've I've like I've been in that position and and stuck there and it's such a good, it's so it's it's adorable it, like it's so cute it's almost sexy cute, um, and it is sexy cute. So Aaron is actually like literally making notes at the moment.
1: Is he making um, a big note that says "dead turtle"? Because I mean, no. It, it, yeah,
3: yeah. Well, I'm just thinking about different ways you would be able to to. So I
0: turn, need
3: turn yourself over, save your little turtle life i mean he
0: he literally (laughs) so one one thing one thing that you should know about aaron is he is literally an inventor um and i learned this because over time different symptoms that i've had that have come up he's found he most romantic thing that he has done like there's like there's no amount of flowers jewelry whatever it's the things that he's invented for me to like Access like daily living things, like to make me more comfortable with living in the world. And so,
1: <laughs> Aaron, your idea of being romantic, and I love this. I loved because I read this on the questionnaire too. So, your idea of being romantic is like, how can I make stuff easier for her in her day? Yeah, basically. Happier
3: more comfortable she
1: is, the happier more comfortable. Then you get better blowjobs later because she can access the world. So really it's a win win.
0: Um, so true. Like recently he and, and the thing is, like, and I'm saying this because like I you know, I need like your help to like convince me that like convince me that, well, convince him that what he's doing is really important because there's so little out there for us in terms of disability aids. Like what we've got reachers we've got like you know all kinds of diapers pillows like whatever but we don't have like we don't have enough like creative stuff there's so much creative stuff in the world but for example i have urinary hesitancy so sometimes i sit on the toilet forever we've spoken about this yeah and like just wait for something to happen and we'll like be about to have sex and it's like super sexy moment and like you know about to end wait a second i have to go I have to go to the bathroom because I'll get a urinary tract infection if I don't. Go. And you're like, so I, have I have to go. go to the
1: bathroom for an hour, so but,
0: right? Yeah, and I'm like, um, can you bring me some reading material or like I need an I have to write an essay. Can you bring me like a little like <laughs> so, um, but one of the things that happens, we're getting ready to go somewhere and I've taken a shower, I've to comb my hair, it's wet, um, and he's like, you know, why don't you just comb your hair on the toilet? And I'm like, you know. I, because I'm afraid I'm going to drop the comb in the toilet, like I've done so many times before, because if spasticity kicks in, I'm totally tossing it in the toilet. <laughs> and, and so one day he comes back from the drugstore with a comb that looks exactly like the one I already have. And I go, Oh, you've already got another comb. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm going to drill a hole in it and put, and he literally put a, like a wrist, um, like basically like a thing that goes around my wrist. that's soft so that i can handle it and kind i like a it.
1: restraint thing that you like to attach to the thing yeah yeah uh-huh.
0: I, I like the way you went there so then the other <laughs> thing which actually helps <laughs> me be able to give him blowjobs harnessed <laughs> i'm harnessed in so well. then he created this thing with like my hands weren't working very well so he turned some carpal tunnel braces with like a what was it like a hook for a door um was a bookshelf thing
3: it's a bracket to a bookshelf. Yeah,
0: which he like bent and like created all kinds of things so I can lift pots and open doors and stuff without using my hands.
2: Amazing.
3: And
0: then I can use my hands later on on his deck. So, which is amazing. Yes. Because because it's all about like so and I and I say that it's so important to make sure that we like take care of ourselves during the day. Like, you know, it doesn't matter whether you're hiring a sex worker, whether you're, you know, you're in a relationship, whether you're just trying to, like, you know, masturbate. Like, like take care of yourself during the day so that you have enough energy to pay attention to yourself. And, and your what
1: se- I, I mean, what I love about this, too, is that, like, there's a big discussion right now in in the social media world around disability about, about caring for a partner and caring... You know, and what I love about these examples... Is it's proof that disabled people can care for each other, and that's a big deal.
0: Um, yeah, we can totally, Dr. Phil, go there. I mean. um, so that was horrible. Um, I just, I just have to say, and I'm not, I'm usually not one to say like openly in public you're wrong about something but you know Dr. Phil you're wrong
1: Dr. Phil Um, you've never been right I've watched your show you've never been right
0: (laughs) you've never been right so the thing that was really wrong about that so Aaron and I are primary caregiver caregivers for each other Um, our our moms live really close by (laughs) and they're always you know they're always at the ready to come over if we need something and we have friends and people we can call but um you know, we, we navigate things together all the time. And, um, that's an important part of our relationship. And it's like, and it can still be sexy. Like we can help each other in the bathroom and like, it doesn't matter what it is. I actually find the fact that he's interested in all aspects of my wellness. That's sexy to me. The fact that he cares, the fact that it's like,
1: um, you because know, he, he's going through a similar thing And I think that's I think what makes it really interesting Is that it's not You're not coming at it from a place of like You are the sick defenseless woman That he therefore has to take care of You're coming at it from a place of like He is also sick and sometimes defenseless And he knows that if he's down you're there
0: Totally Like I mean we're like you know We're you know f- like functionally Like I, I, I'm so grateful for the reclaiming Of the word disabled Because it's so, it's just an absolute truth. I think so many times that I encounter people, like even just like this week, where someone was like, isn't that, isn't that like politically incorrect? Well, do you have a, but do you have a disability? Well, no. Okay, well, um, it's a fact for me. (laughs) Um, Aaron often says like, what what do you say about cancer?
3: Oh, you know, somebody's like, oh, you can't use the word disabled? What are you talking about? i would be like trying to talk to somebody about your cancer without using the word cancer like, yeah i am disabled uh, i don't know why i can't say that
0: yeah and and we need to be able to say it so like so like that's it's an absolute fact f- for us but the fact that um so one of my favorite sexy moments um Break it, it down i'm
1: so ready okay. i'm ready
0: so like you know we're like Getting up, I'm getting up out of bed in the morning, and it was before we got the totally amazing adjustable bed, which you know, like okay, a, like privileged situation we were able to get. So oh, it's uh, a dream!
1: I just like, today five seconds ago recorded an episode. Of, I'm, I'm, I wrote an episode about me getting a bed and the drama wow. about trying to find a good bed, and the, oh my god! Oh my god!
0: I was about to say like so. um There's so many things. You could also do an episode about like how many things need to be. um medical devices for disabled people
3: articulating beds being one of them
0: yeah i mean and they need
1: to be funded by the fucking government
0: they do they like they they're they ser- not luxury items and if they
1: okay. uh, I don't worry I, I wrote down the notes for the episode it's coming it's coming
0: yeah so yeah i mean like health canada i so remember um so many things there um because like how many things would keep us out of the hospital thank you very much like there are so like our, well, first of all, sex wise, like our immune systems are better when we have sex. Our, um, our pain is less when we, ha- when we have orgasms, like, you know, if we can get into positions that are comfortable for us, we're not showing up in the hospital.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like,
0: so favorite sexy moment. One of, oh, well, this is like, this is a cleaner favorite sexy moment. So well, oh, not that clean. I'm naked. I'm getting up out of bed and I'm, struggling like this is right before our wedding um I my broken foot I'd fallen down the stairs like a few weeks before our wedding and um really severely sprained the foot that I'd already broken I have tons of nerve pain in it was excruciating and I'm struggling to get out of bed and it's like ah, 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 ah. and I look back and I thought he was asleep and he's looking at me like he wants to devour me and and I look back at him and I go you know like there is no point in our lives like we're good like we're good for like you know hundreds of thousands of years because if you thought that was sexy like just you wait like it's gonna be amazing (laughs) we're so set like we're totally set Um, because even in my most like what other people might think of and previously I would have thought of I mean I've heard the term damaged goods applied to me beforehand like I've heard all that like and um, you know all of everything, like, if you can see the sexiness and in the, in the desire past our disabilities, man, you've got it. Like, you've just,
1: you See, I got mean, it. that's where I'm going to challenge you a little bit. I don't think it's seeing past. I think it's staring it, dura- oh, see, and oh, I think it's staring it directly yeah. in the face and saying, like, yeah, that's like, and that's what he did. He was realizing you were right. struggling He's and being stopped. like, I'm here with this person no matter what.
0: Mm. Yeah. Thank you for that correction. I love that. I really... Well, you know, it's funny
1: because like three people today, somebody today was like, I think we need to see each other as people. And I was like, okay, I get that. Why can't we see the disabled person? Why can't we see the person of color? Why can't these things be part of the discussion?
0: Um, I really appreciate that. There's a great book um, um, that came out, I think maybe last year, White Fragility.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, It's on my list of things to read.
0: yeah um there's that, and there's also a great episode um almond poor porn Company, mm-hmm. yeah almond porn Company, um which I have to say is produced by my best friend Mona Wallam, so mm. love you mona um, and so um uh, she had the author um on the show, and it was it's really special, and I think it really applies also to the world of disability because we can be in situations where you know feel like of course i have friends from you know this and that but we don't necessarily realize the words that are coming out of our mouths right and um and how much has been internalized over years of like watching popular television or the newspapers
1: totally totally i want to hear now from the quiet one in the corner um
0: If that would be, hang on. That's a sexy voice. I love he's a sexy phone voice. And he's using I know. I'm
1: way. I'm hearing it in my ear hole being like, "Oh, that's great." <laughs> um at <laughs> But I want to hear about how all of your disabilities affect affected Aaron for you your your sense of masculinity and your sense of like being a dude. Um, yeah, it was
3: it was yeah. A pretty major change from my, you know, day-to-day life. You know, like I said, I was in the hospital for over two months and during that time couldn't sit, stand, or walk.
1: Me neither. And hey, what up? I mean, I can sit, Ooh. but it's highly supported. So Yeah, hey. I could
3: sit when the, when the bed would, you know, the back would come up and I'd be able to, you know, but if I tried to sit up myself, no, it wasn't happening. And... uh and that led to once I was finally discharged, um, being in a wheelchair, and then going to a walker, and then to a cane. And you know, it took, it was just before yeah we met that I you know, stopped walking uh, with a cane. And uh, but the time between that, there was so much pain and so much. Um, so many other things going on fighting with insurance companies and the, the only reason I was able to get out of the hospital is I had a, a spinal cord stimulator um, put in and so instead of this terrible nerve pain that I was feeling it felt like you know like my my leg was being electrocuted which we felt like that before, but this was this kind of drowned out the other pain, and it wasn't as bad. And they said, "Oh, this is a miracle! It's you know this is wonderful. I can go home." And then I'll this was a trial of it, and uh, and then when it came to getting the actual procedure done, and like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa!" You know, we didn't approve that. You know, we we had approved the trial, but we didn't approve the actual procedure. And it took two over two years mm-hmm. of Whoa. battling with them to just to get it approved, and then you know having it you know installed you know and get some electrodes put into your spine and then it and then it not working. Um, oh and fuck! You did so, all yeah, that. Yeah, it it didn't work. That I was looking forward to. It's like you know I'm going to be out of pain or not to say out of pain, but you know it's just it's going to be. Easier to deal with this it was was a no go, and so it's just been of a constant day to day. I want to say battle, like to mm-hmm. use that word, but adventure. Uh, adventure with um, you know being in this uh, pain that is crippling. And, you know, some days you have to stay in bed. Some days I can't put a sock on and it, it
1: high five to you no days can i put a sock on so <laughs> yeah <laughs> that, that was
3: probably one of the most painful uh episodes in the hospitals when they tried to put a sock on me and they have that big fancy stretcher thing that goes over mm. your foot and gets the sock over it and then they pull it out and, it, and they put a sock on my foot and it was, it is the most horrible pain ever, you know, until they got that sock off. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so socks, socks are are not my friend.
1: So are you <laughs> are you barefoot around your house then?
3: Um, no, because I have to have uh, shoes on. So I have lots and lots of Uggs. Uh, Me too. Yeah.
1: I just got some a few months ago. They're super comfortable. I love that.
3: Oh, my God, yeah. I have the Ugg uh, boots, Ugg slippers, the Uggs that look like... Real work boots, which have been amazing. Uh, yeah, sometimes the only shoes that I can wear outside. Uh, I would love to go barefoot, but just hasn't hasn't been an option yet. I'm working on it. Yeah. So, uh, all that to say, um, during much of my recovery, there was so many there were so many other things going on that I, I didn't really even think about how this is affecting my sexuality. And the first time that. Thank you
1: for bringing it back because for a minute I was yeah. like, what was my question yeah. again? I don't remember.
3: <laughs> it took me a little while to remember, too. So, yeah. Uh, and the, the first time that really came up is I was seeing a new doctor, and uh, she had this huge stack of papers in front of her. She's got my history, charts. And this uh, is his
0: first doctor since he was out of the hospital, by the way.
3: I'm ready. No, this is this is a year after. Oh, but it yeah. wasn't
0: that the first. No,
3: okay. no, I had several doctors. Uh, and she's looking at the papers, and I'm sitting there across the desk from her with my mother. Man, and the doctor just looks up at me, and kind of stares for a second, and just says, "Does it work?" And what? It does it, the doctor, does
1: it, hang on. It
3: doesn't even register yeah no I mean, no like, the doctor I mean, what, is, what is she talking
1: about a female oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah does it work no 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 hey first the, question yeah,
3: does what work and she just kinda has her pen and kind of points down oh towards my god her crotch she like, can't oh, hang on she's like a doctor
1: she's a doctor she's and she can't
0: She can't say penis or dick. She's a doctor.
1: Why can't you say penis?
3: And so, yes, I say, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, it does work. And she responds, oh, so you you have a wife or a girlfriend?
0: So hetero. Mm,
1: Yeah. Oh? Or a podcast host that you're secretly uh, in love with that you can't, (laughs) I mean, that, that. who knows?
3: (laughs) And... (laughs) Uh, so yeah do you want a girlfriend no and it wasn't until that point where it's like I even thought about how my life is kind of going to be different when it mm. does come to having a wife or a girlfriend or
1: mm.
3: a, a crush on a, a podcast host who knows
1: correct yeah I mean possibly <laughs> I don't know maybe maybe not hush hush I don't know I'm <laughs> sure um and
0: it, it, then, but then what
1: did, then what did you say what this, yeah, is, this is great and I was, she said no and she said well how do you know
3: and i said well you don't have to have a wife or a girlfriend to, how do you know, you know your dick works but yeah you know i kind of look at my hand yeah. and i'm like it's am i not understanding the question why did yeah. she why right. well how does yeah. this
1: line of questioning relate to any of your disabilities though is my question it's
3: of the fractures I had in my pelvis and the nerve damage, it could have okay. been
1: quite possible. I could that. see how she might get there, but I could also see. Yeah, how- number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Like, Why yeah. was that question yeah. number one? And which is like kind of the point is why like, didn't you
1: start with like so the nerves in your pelvis are So my question to you then is,
3: so so, you know, it was being a, a little shocked in that moment that. Uh, uh, the way she asked it and kind of realizing that the first time that i've kind of really thought about it that like oh this my life may be significantly different especially when it comes to to you know this area of
1: my life let me teach you that the way the young pad i will teach you <laughs> wait wait let we'll also, talk more also we'll, we'll the talk the off the air
3: at the same time, realizing like why else? <laughs> why?
0: What? <laughs> what no one can see is
1: is that Kate's making blowjob faces at the kid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sorry,
0: I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm 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 like diversionary tactics. Yeah, I can't okay. remember what I was saying.
1: And then you yeah. were talking about how so she asked you that and it made you think about oh, your yeah. life. Yeah. So you know what is it going to be from you know
0: mm-hmm.
3: here on out? But also, why wasn't I asked this? You know, for the last, you know, it was over a year. And, you know, if (laughs) your
1: dick didn't work, why is that a problem? And so you're still a person. If you if your answer was my penis doesn't work. Yeah. Back to her. What would that mean? Would that mean you're less of a man? No, it doesn't mean that. Still me. Yeah.
0: I would hope, actually, that if she'd asked that and he had said no, that she would have started with like some options so that he could have, like, so that he could engage sexually. Because just because someone's had an accident and at that point their dick isn't working doesn't mean that it won't work.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and I yeah. talked to guests on the show that ha- that they've had accidents and their dicks don't work the way they want it to, but they, they're they still sexual people. Like, that doesn't, that shouldn't play a role. And in- that, that
3: gets discussed is that immediately after... My accident, or actually immediately after the surgery, I have a, a number of plates and screws kind of holding the left side of my mm-hmm. pelvis together, uh, but woke Hot. up after the surgery and, <laughs> and couldn't couldn't feel anything, you know, from the waist down, including my crotch. And my entire
1: left leg. My whole, I'm having such visuals right now. I'm sorry. D- my brain is <laughs> going to like.
0: He, he, when he says crotch in that voice, like of course. I know. My brain
1: is like, oh really? <laughs> you might have to. Th- we'll, we'll have a talk off the air. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so you 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 have the pain in your leg. You the things in your, in your pelvis. Keep going.
3: Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and so I have no sensation whatsoever. And you know I'm kind of kind of freaked out. And, you know, and when I woke up, also my, my kind of leg and foot was taped to the side of the bed, holding it out. And you know, what's going on? Doctors just says, oh, this is it's foot drop. It's common for a surgery like this because your nerves were affected. Uh, you know, it's your, your foot just doesn't work right. So well, we're not talking about just my foot. We're talking about my whole leg and my groin and my waist is, oh well that, that should resolve itself in the next few weeks
1: what does that even mean yeah.
3: right you know and yeah, you so many other things going on because you know,
1: uh. if, if I was lying there my very first thought would be can I ever come again like will I ever get hard again Will like, my, did those thoughts go through your head did you have like uh, yeah, pro- probably a little
3: bit because you know it was you know when, is this going to last? Like I have no feeling whatsoever, and um, nobody seems know, to I have can still any answers for A little bit, um, but you know, <laughs> not too much because of the surgery I just had. But it, it wasn't discussed again. Mm-hmm. Um, pr- you know, by a doctor probably up until that point where the new doctor asked, "Does it work?" And slowly it did come back. Mm-hmm. And and any time I would bring it up, it would just be, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that's common because you damage the nerves here." And it's like, okay, well, that's that's great, but it's like, where do we go from here? It's just it was just a wait and see thing, and yeah, it's you know.
0: <laughs> um, it works, to saying
1: and it works. Amazing,
0: good, exactly. it
3: works. and so <laughs> that happy. That when I responded, yes, it works. And she said "Oh, you're lucky."
1: why is yeah. So
0: much ableism.
1: Oh, I can't.
0: Right? I, oh, that is like that is intense. It is such intense ableism. You're so right because whether or not it works, like how embarrassing is it,
1: it for him? Like. When he's in there with the doctor, his first thought is not, is she going to ask me if my dick works? He's with his w- mom, by the way. Oh, God. He, I mean, my mom would laugh at and say, fucking yeah, it does. Deal with it. But, like, <laughs> but like, you're sitting in the room with the doctor. You ex- you're expecting a level of professionalism that doesn't start and end with your penis. Whether you're not your penis works. That's upsetting to me because that should not have happened to you. And I'm sorry that the doctor was, for lack of a better term, a dickwad. Like, come on.
3: It's okay. She actually turned out. She is a a pretty amazing doctor. Short
1: <laughs> you <know. Sure>, sure <laughs> of her uh, choice of first questions. Well, hey, hey doc. <laughs> then I apologize. But <laughs> listen know, to my show and fix your language. And don't do that again.
0: Right. Um, so, excellent point. Because, um, and you know, we'll get back to your like sexy masculinity and all that. But um, excellent point though about. Again, the things that doctors know and don't know. Most doctors have zero sexuality education, um, like absolute zero. Even now, even naturopathic doctors, zero sexuality education in their medical degree. Um, Last I checked at McGill, even like Canada's primary medical school, multiple choice questions, lots of tests, haven't heard anything about human sexuality or disability training and you know like with a quarter to a third of the population officially disabled across the globe um and I mean, probably
1: that's probably more more so 80, like 80
0: percent more 80 yeah. are realistically so, disabled so true because like the way those statistics are calculated like you know you have to be on disability aid and all kinds of things and um you know, like, so my experience when the only, only conversation I had about sexuality, I went to a gazillion doctors, neurologists, um, us, Canada, um, um, even saw a couple of doctors in Australia. Um, I was there briefly, Shit. Uh, right. So the only conversation that I ever had about sexuality was a doctor saying to me, so and by the way i was married at the time <laughs> um and i was so sensitive to touch that even the idea of my husband at the time touching me was terrifying because touch was painful so um anywhere on my body um i was in such um such shock my nervous system was in such shock so um <laughs> the only conversation was you i had you know we'd already separated Um, And a doctor said to me, oh, so, by the way, your pituitary, you know, since your pituitary gland's not working, that means you don't produce any hormones. That means you can't have children. And so... Just like that, you can't have kids. Yeah, so, like, you know, you're, um, let's see, I'm 38 now, so at the time I was probably early 30s and you know the answer was okay so you need to start making plans so like is it adoption is it like are you having kids or you not having kids um, you know what's what's going on here um, so researcher that I am <laughs> I read everything I could I listened to everything um, I went I met with like adoption people I met with surrogacy people like I, I literally just explored everything just but so the very
1: know. first conversation was you're not you're never having kids deal yep. with this.
0: yeah and that was the, that was the conversation about sex for you know as like a female um you know so it's like basically like your usefulness sexual like sexually speaking is reproduction not pleasure wow not, that's, like,
1: very, not, that's very that's very like,
0: like well yeah totally it, like how many people with you know spasticity have issues also like you know with like sensitivity around the genitals like a lot
1: and why it's really kind of gross that they that they minimize you to can you get can you have a child or not right
0: but i have who to the say, fuck knows
1: if you want kids well you we'll get there because i want to so, get there oh
0: yeah well no we'll get there Maybe um
1: that doctor would have thought if he told you you know you you're not going to be able to have kids, and you just go
2: awesome,
3: and you know, a very genuine way.
1: I love it when he's he does genuine. that. I mean, does he do that? Uh, uh. When you, does he? Do, is that his calm noise? Because I mean. he's like
0: way louder. Uh,
1: <laughs> 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 also, That's brief, brief reminder: this, this, all the flirting was given with full consent. I asked beforehand. It's written in the form. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fully allowed. I checked.
0: <laughs> I love your consent, like. By the way, like anyone who's considering being on the show, Andrew's consent form and all your questions are so beautifully worded. I will probably steal some of the wording occasionally. Oh, so you can see that so whole good. form.
1: I'll give you the whole form. Steal it. Because I see, because you two need a podcast. It's happening at some point.
0: I'm, Maybe cra- we just need to be on your podcast a lot. I mean, um, like, because we manage our discipline. So we, the thing is, or on other people's podcasts, you're welcome to, you know, contact us. We're welcome sex to show Sex people,
1: up. sex podcasters, have these people on your show.
0: <laughs> we would love to talk about it. We, like, I, literally, because, like, because of our experience and realizing, like, how few people few people were talking about it, I, I mean, I'm, like, I'm literally going, like, thinking that I was just working with people with disabilities, I'm fully getting into the sex therapy field because, um... Like, I've been to, gosh, I mean, I've been to workshops where it's never mentioned. Never mentioned.
1: That's, I mean, not surprising, but also really sad. Right. Uh, uh, so I want to move into, like, so you, you're you married now. Um, mm-hmm. But what was dating? What was, I want to move into, like, what was, so you both realize you're disabled. And <sighs> you met each other. And the pain is a thing. And that you met through the horrible pain moments. Great. But, okay, so now you realize you want to date each other. And you want to be, okay. like, you want to go on dates. And because you've just explained to us in great detail, thank you, how, like, extensive your anything is for you. How the fuck
0: did you date? So, each other or other people? Each other. Oh, so, um, it it was... Aaron is a beautifully, like, present, like, not, like, just, um, wonderfully, um... No, like a non-invasive, like just beautiful, consistent presence. So, like the next day that I showed up at that gym, at the same time he was there. uh um, and.
3: Well, there. yeah, it, it it was planned. Uh, the friend who I had who worked there um, got home from work that day. I said, you know, oh, what t- what time are you going into work tomorrow? I like, oh nine o'clock i said no no, no we're, we're going in at eight <laughs> and because my hope was to see kate again and uh, i just figured she'd be there at eight because that's what time she got there the day before and luckily i was right
0: and just for the record we so never get up at that time any longer i was only getting up at that time because of the time difference <laughs> <laughs> um so for really you it was 11 mornings was, mornings yeah. are super hard um so yeah for him to get up that early is incredible um and yeah he was so he was there and i was hoping he would be there and from the moment i just i saw him out of the corner of my eye and i could just feel him there i just felt i just know, knew he was there And so then, of course, like I sit down and I'm, you know, sort of moving around and, you know, like basically like, you know, writhing on the floor in a way that works for me, (laughs) which is like, quote unquote, called stretching. But for me, it's like writhing on the floor.
1: Okay, got it. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right.
0: And so like so um, and then Aaron's right there and then he starts talking to me and all of a sudden it's just like spilling of the guts of personal stories and you know and well wow, just like that
3: yeah it was pretty much instant and I mean, mm-hmm. sat down and mm-hmm. it was just kind of this this verbal diarrhea of <laughs> of you know the condition that I've been in for the last two years and you know the amount of pain that I'm in and it's like things that I haven't really told anybody else Mm-hmm. Unless, you know, there's probably a doctor asking these mm-hmm. questions, and even thinking in my mind, time, oh my god, like, why am I saying this, like, <laughs> I didn't know what I was going to say, but I wasn't planning on saying this, and and that was, that, one, that was kind of the, you know, in the beginning, it was a lot of talking mm-hmm. about what mm-hmm. our disabilities are, and like, oh my god, you can't walk with bare feet either, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and and while, but at the same time, kind of masking the amount of pain mm. that you're in because you don't fully know that other person and don't want so them to so both
0: of you ableism. yeah so both uh-huh. of you were
1: still kind of affected by that I was just gonna say both of you were still affected yeah. by that to try uh-huh. to yeah. Uh,
0: I loved how you said infected first because
1: I I didn't do that. I I didn't mean to, but awesome! I'm glad I did. Well,
0: (laughs) I, I, at least that's what I heard because it's more like an infection, right? Like, cause it, it's amazing how many times it pops up, you know, because, um, the, like the common messages that are out there that we all hear, like all the time, movies, music, everything, people we know, um, like I was trying to wear like real people shoes <laughs> um, to my detriment when we first met. So, I also like, tried. To, I tried to eat gluten again. I went on. I went on a gluten holiday. Oh to- no! Don't. Oh no. Oh yeah. No. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so it sent me into like a really amazing exacerbation, which you know, and I say amazing because um, you know we really like neither of us would ever give like I would not do anything different. Um, I am grateful for MS. It's like it is um, it has been a challenge and a gift in so many ways. The gift is the bigger part Um, because without that, um, you know, I wouldn't have um, gotten to the place of having enough of these challenges. And then Aaron is actually really has been a big teacher for me about like resting and pulling back. Resting is be- great, and everybody oh.
1: should do it more.
0: Yes, thank you. Um, Two p.m. naps are
1: amazing, and you should. Everyone should have them.
0: So that's and like it, my. It jam. some
1: convincing my to get her to start taking naps. I, I mean, I trying. feel like she's the. I feel like she's the. She's the. 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 the she. I feel like. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I want to be the Energizer Bunny, but it doesn't quite happen because of MS, <laughs> um, and like and fatigue. So. Um, actually i have this this analogy where like um in the beginning when i was first diagnosed like super sick yes i'm super disabled and then i got better um they actually thought i had secondary progressive ms so i thought it was going really down um and then i started getting better a little bit better and i thought okay well maybe i don't have like maybe i don't have ms maybe if i say i don't have ms Right? Like, hello, internalized ableism. Um,
1: So, you were going to tell him that you don't have MS?
0: Oh, no. Not not, this before I met. Like, just before I met him, I was thinking, like, maybe if I just say that, it'll be the case. Um, That completely doesn't work. So, I appreciate the fact. Some days I
1: wish that I could say I don't have CP and then just did that.
0: Um, However, like, you know, we wouldn't be like me, like, you wouldn't have touched. And I mean, like literally and you know figuratively, so many people in the world. If it wasn't for your CP, which is just like, I I think makes you like super sexier than like what is sexier than someone who can like know their body,
1: know. And the thing about that is, I don't know, I don't know my body, and I don't pretend to know all of it. But I like get negative me and let's figure it out together. Like that's
0: oh okay. So that was the best thing that you said because I feel a lot of the time like. Um, kind of like the way like, like little kids are, um, and like, and I I mean this in the best way, like just that idea of like, before you know to censor yourself. So like when you're still like exploring the world and it's like, you know, you've just landed somewhere new and it's like, oh, I didn't know that trees were green. I didn't know that trees had trunks. I didn't know the sky was blue. That's kind of like the way we approach that. It's sort of like, oh, I guess your body does that. I guess my body does this. And, you know, this is what we're doing today. Oh, I guess that's the way it is. It's just complete blank slate. It's like you can write whatever story you want on it. And you're right. Like, I don't know my body today. I know that I love my body, but I don't know it today. So let's explore it together. And I
1: mean, that's the thing that I'm learning, too, is to learn to love your body. It's That's way harder. That's way easier mm-hmm. said than done. And I think mm-hmm. for disabled people, just to say that you love your body, it needs to be done, but it's fucking hard. Uh,
0: you did so much for that. I mean, everyone needs a disabled people or hot shirt. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, like even if you can't afford it, you should let me know,
1: of- and I'll finally get it donated like, to you. you know,
0: like we'll all make it happen. Like you know, like <laughs> like let Andrew know, and like you know, we're like right behind you, making that happen because it's um it's really important like i mean even if we can just like you know whether it's like if you're comfortable taking breaths if you're comfortable like um you know whatever sense you're comfortable connecting with um just being in touch with the fact that we're alive like we have these bodies and they're sexual like we're all if we're alive we're sexual Um, and we deserve to be honored for the full experience that we're having. How
1: did, and that was great. And I'm not going to even segue out. I'm just going to just jump right into the next one. Um, how did your families take the fact that you were going to do this together and you were both very disabled?
0: (laughs) I'll, I'll start with that because my mom loves you. Um, so hi. uh, Mrs. W, I don't. I'm not gonna guess Francis, Francis Collins. Oh, um, Francis. Hello, hello. <laughs> um. Oh. So yeah. Our our our, ba- our baby um, our baby dog just woke up when he said that. Um. She's very happy. Um. So yes, she loves you. She was actually the one that told us about you being on the front page. Hello, of HuffPost in the U.S.
1: I mean, thanks.
0: Hey, hey, hey.
1: Thanks, that- HuffPost. The picture of my mom and I
0: so yeah that was like that was the that was the article about you coming out to your mom about hiring sex workers and my mom was so amazed. she was so proud she was like oh my god and she <laughs> was starting to listen to like your entire podcast she loves it our moms are like you know like you know peace sign hippie loving like so is
1: mine yeah i um, totally
3: grew up in the '60s. Yeah, still adorns herself with peace signs, and uh, not just herself, but her car too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and she was very supportive as well. Mm-hmm. Um, um, yeah, it's. I remember one time she was coming with us to a doctor's appointment, and I think it may have been one of the first ones that Kate attended. And in the car on the way back, you know, my mom kind of turns to us and you know, tells us she's made this. She's, she's going to break up with her, her boyfriend, or not her boyfriend, but this guy who, who guy? she met on, I don't know, Bumble or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> and, you know, he was really into her. And she said, but I don't have the thing that you two have.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And it's just not there. So, you know, she's kicking him to the curb. I want what you guys have, and so they—they they, yeah. my mom too. Have been very, very uh, supportive mm-hmm. of, yeah, of our mm-hmm. whole journey.
0: Mm-hmm. In fact, actually, Aaron's mom. So she's a professional organizer, and she's also incredible at like just helping us do things. You know, like, so you know, you're a disabled couple, and you know, you've got clothes to fold you've got like lo- like things to do in the house and so she'll come over and help us with things and we have like we have like one of those like liberator things that like equus wave hello thank you very much um and because it, it turns into a bench that can be at the end of the bed or you can split it into a thing that can be in all kinds of different like positions yeah. and right it's awesome so um however we haven't quite like there's many like there's so like I think we're kind of acrobats in a way <laughs> trying to get around all of this um but she looks at it and she goes oh that's really neat look it has a zipper what is that and well it's a liberator like it's a piece of like you know sex furniture and she got excited about it and she was it's for us because um you know they they love us and I think a lot of I think I don't think that they thought we would find a relationship to be honest
1: and, I mean, I, I I don't think that's any fault of theirs. I just think uh, because culturally, like, when you're sick or disabled or both, the idea of you being in a relationship, and especially then to find a relationship with another disabled person who's equally as sick or more so, like, I, I'm sure whether they'll admit it or not, both of them for a minute went, oh, okay, how's this going to work?
0: Yeah. Um, and actually, and I had some real guilt around, like, the fact that my body wouldn't accommodate having children to the point where, like, when Aaron, like, it's, it's like when Aaron, like, proposed, um, which was like it was a very kind of mutual thing. Um, let's
1: talk about the mechanics of you proposing for a minute. So, you can't, your knees are fucked, your of bodies are fucked, both of you. So, like,
3: yeah, I think we were having sex at the
0: time, yeah, we were having yeah. sex at the time, basically. <laughs> at, at, at a, at a, At his sister's house, very quietly, Sarah, if you're listening, um, and I'm sorry, Maddie, it was in your bed. Um, um, It's our cousin. Or, sorry, his um, uh, um, niece.
2: Um, um, Hopefully
0: that goes over well. Yeah, I hope that goes over well. So, I mean, they know. know. Best episode ever. uh, So, yeah, it's when I met his sister, um, who's incredible. She's a NICU nurse. They have four daughters so basically so we don't have to have kids because they They've have done enough for us yeah yeah what did you say carbon footprint
3: hmm.
0: carbon footprint
1: uh, we, we
3: have a smaller carbon footprint yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah yeah he said he said like basically for the sake We're
1: of saving the environment yeah. yeah i mean just let me have my straws and it's all good man like
0: oh straws hello mm. i've I like i've bendy straws like you have no idea like i have like i buy them on amazon by the pack they're,
1: um, they're amazing. They're uh, amazing. So you can't tell people that. That's not eco-friendly.
0: Uh, well, I mean, I Jeff Bezos
1: <laughs> is an asshole, but I ordered yeah, but things from him today. It's fine. Uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, and who's gonna wash out the straw every single time? I mean,
1: stuff? I ordered a Brita today because like, fuck, I need water, and I don't want to have to. Anyway, that's a whole other story. But like, yeah. but like, we need stuff. We need stuff. Yeah, so, so you so pr- sister? You pr- <laughs> yeah, you proposed oh. in bed.
0: So, well, she, his sister said to him, it's the first time I met her, and what did she say to you?
3: Um, yeah, the first moment she got me to myself, she just looks at me and says, so, when are you going to put a ring on it?
0: <laughs> Shit. <laughs> and so, yeah, we're, so we're having sex, and I am on top of him, and he's like, if, and he's like, if, it was like one of those, like, slow moments, and he's like, if I had a ring, I would propose. So, and just to be
1: clear, he wasn't pounding you right at that moment.
0: No, no, no. It was like one of those soft moments. Like, it was like, you know, was, I mean, like, I wasn't pounding him. Hello. Just like, it's he have to only be the one pounding? I can pound. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
3: All right. Good. Pleasurable embrace.
0: It was a pleasurable embrace. It was a soft, pleasurable embrace. It was like a soft moment. And he's like, if I had a ring, I would propose. And I was like, if you proposed, I would say yes. And so from that moment it was just like we just knew like and we talked and I but then I interrupted that moment by saying like you know I can't have children right which is like we've spoken about that since and it's like why did I feel like I had to tell him that right away
1: well, because right? culturally, like when you marry somebody, then people get married, right? It shouldn't be, but unfortunately, that's
3: like a reason people get married is because yeah. they conceived a child. Oh, mm.
1: that's a good point. Again. So, do you want like, do you want to look at children in another <clears throat> way, like adoption or stuff like that?
0: No, no. no. you um, got
1: a cute little dog over there.
0: Yeah, we we have um so people ask us all the time um when are you having children and our like honestly the answer is like you know if like if we could birth a dog child that looked exactly like like lucy our like the dog that we have now who is the most amazing service dog for me um we'd go right at it but like we try and like nothing comes out looking like her so um so basically i mean like i'm joking but like so a lot of people will ask us like oh my gosh you're married so when are you having kids and you know like we're still potty training you know like ourselves ourselves (laughs) um you know and so like a lot of people in the able world don't realize how much goes into our days right yeah
1: exactly like do you have like Do you, do either of you have trepidations of being a mom or dad? Like, are there, is there fear around that or is it just? Um,
0: um, no, well, it's just a conscious decision. No, because, um, you know, I had imagined when I was younger, I just always assumed I would have children because my mother did, my grandmother did, we're very close. I just assumed it would happen. But when I became disabled and I realized the needs of my own body, Um, and also the things that I wanted to do in the world professionally, I, I started thinking like, well, I can't, I don't have the energy to mother one, two, three, but I could mother many instead. And so like part of what we're doing and why we want to reach out to more people and, um, talk to more people with disabilities about their sexuality, about their lives, about their Ability to engage in the world as a disabled person um, is about like parenting another generation, um, more th- more than one person, and still potty training ourselves.
1: I mean, yeah, <laughs> that was like the most like unprofessional. Like yeah, yeah.
0: Well, well, I mean. <laughs> Um, I think a lot of this is that we just need to be more honest about it because there's no, um, you know, th- we can't censor reality because if we do, we're just playing into an ableist environment, right?
1: Yeah. And I mean, I think that there there's probably a part of it for the two of you that bringing a child into your experience right now is not fair to them necessarily.
3: Yeah, not not fair to to that child you know, or to ourselves. He you know, like mm-hmm. said, you know, some day to day things may be a pretty like, big, you know, struggle. And to throw a kid in that, yeah,
1: place. like I just don't think dad resting till till noon is, you know, <laughs>
0: <laughs> or like a oh, week,
3: which I do enjoy.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, sometimes he can't sleep all night long because of the pain. Um, like many nights, he's like completely awake, and that just like that's the way that rolls so like if he's this maybe he needs to sleep until 2 p.m and but the thing is he Ooh, am- i
3: just got a good idea oh. I and mean, i can't sleep i can put on put on your podcasts Andrew. i mean you
1: could just like <laughs>
3: call me to
1: sleep you can just in. wear the shirt and finger my hole and fall asleep yeah. and then, there Ooh. Go.
3: Ooh. i think this is the re- recipe for <laughs> yeah amazing <laughs> sleep
0: <laughs>
1: oh. I am so I, I am it. so honored that
0: You're going to be in our bed, Andrew. Did you realize that? I
1: didn't realize. Adjustable bed. I mean that's so great. That's that I'm, I'm I'm so honored that my voice gets to be there. Um <laughs> So, I want to know as a disabled duo, what is the best disabled sex you've had? <laughs>
0: Because um, we're
1: coming th- up on the, we're coming up. You, the, you're officially the longest podcast guest that I recorded with. We're coming up on two hours of straight recording. <gasps> oh my so
3: god! We need to think of more stuff to talk about.
1: I mean, or we need to figure out a way to maybe <laughs> end the episode mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so so let's so let's go out on um on a couple of important notes. Okay, which is um, first of all how important it is what you're doing and what anyone else is doing in the podcasting world, in the blogging world, in the social media world, telling stories. And so, like, please, disabled people, tell your stories. Please engage with other disabled people.
1: Honestly, disabled people, my advice to you is don't just tell your stories. Create your story. Do your story. Like, don't wait for somebody to give you a platform. Don't wait to be a guest on my show. Make your own, like, really and truly... I love guests and I love being, I love doing what I do, but I m- appreciate it when somebody with a disability says I made this thing, I created this, this is mine, it's mine, because it's so much more valuable than, I, I'll amplify all the voices, I'll have you on every day on my show, it's great, but to make a thing that is yours, is such. It shows, it shows the world that this whole capitalist idea that we can't do a thing is totally wrong.
0: So true. And then let us know, let Andrew know what you've done so that we can celebrate you and amplify it, like you just said. Um so there's that. And you know, for me as a like as a mental health practitioner, like let me know, let me know, let us know what you how you need to be witnessed, how you what you are needing that you're not getting. Because Um, you know, I, I'm getting this license, I'm going for it so that I can be a voice for all of us and the things that we're not getting and the things that we haven't gotten. So let us know, like, let us know what you, how you need to be seen. Um, and, um, and be, embrace your sexuality. If you're like, if you're an individual, if you're partnered, if you want to be partnered, whatever it is, start with yourself, um, and, on that note, um, Sexiest experience. Um I have <laughs> back to the
3: question.
2: Back to the question
3: of Brought it back
1: around. Uh, <laughs>
0: he said hand. This whole um, episode like, is gonna be oh
1: called God. The Tangents I Went On with the Disabled Duo or something like that because um, that's just kind of the way our brain works. It is the so. way
0: yeah, it it very much is. Um it's unstructured unless you, if you give us a structure, we'll follow it. See, but
1: I was trying to give you a structure, but then I was like, there are too many good that I can't structure them. I have to mm, let them just go. Mm.
0: Well, you might have to have us back on later on because I have a feeling a book is coming.
1: I mean, um, yeah, hey, it's coming. Anybody want to sign me or us? To uh,
0: so, like, how about that? Like, how Har- about
1: Harper?
3: Yeah, seriously. Hello, Harper. So, have
0: we hello, we're Sage. Have a hello,
3: Operator. Episode two, where they just you know get a bunch of stuff. I mean yeah. is there, yeah. for testing to, I, I, reasons. I, 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 not but have it have a drawing for it, yeah, give away,
0: and like talk about yeah, how yeah. like different you know people as individuals, couples of different partnerships could access with some of those pillows. That'd be amazing.
1: it's happening, but back to the question,
0: okay, so <laughs> um so back to the question. um thank you, adjustable bed. So sex just gets better all the time. so the more like it has been like three years later, like just growing and growing and growing in. Are
1: we talking about Aaron's dick? Because. Oh the, yeah.
0: It's like, it's like, it's like, it's, it's uh, a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. And like, <laughs> and you know, and me, so I used to be very flexible before I got MS and now like getting back into my jar practice. And that's been amazing. There've been so many things like, you know, understanding, um, uh, the role of you know, like how our must like our even our like muscles operate in the pelvic region and getting like You know osteopathic adjustments. Holy moly. Hello orgasms like, you know, if you think you have ED if you think you're having like, you know, painful sexes of woman like if your vulva's hurting um, You know osteopathy good chiropractor like it's incredible what can happen there so Number one, that's a great thing. But um, as we've spoken more and as we've gotten more open and more relaxed with each other, best sex, like, last couple of days? It's, like,
3: it's t- typically the, the last sex that we had.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah. Is that There's because neither sex. of you
1: can remember the rest? Uh,
3: no, just it's, just... it's that good. And I know that kind of sounds like bragging, but...
0: Yeah. <laughs> like Let's just say, like, he's now, like screaming as loud as me and like collapsing on me so um like like <laughs> like almost like i'm afraid he's having like a seizure almost like i really was concerned at one point I've, um
3: concerns about having an aneurysm myself
0: I, yeah, yeah i i'm actually so yeah we should maybe see a cardiologist it's not and like no joke about that because he is on um, some medication for um, blood pressure issues but um so, so a lot of that is just like it's the communication the anticipation the i'm caring for you i'm and it's hilarious like we have to change positions so many times it'll be like oh my god my foot i can't i can't it's like okay like switch like things that would seem like even in movies where it seems weird and awkward it's not for us like it's it's um but yeah last like i can't like the hours like i mean it's just epic hours
3: good question by
1: the way wow. <laughs>
0: yeah um i mean it took us a good five minutes say, to get there but I, we got say, there we get, let's <laughs> just say like i never miss a meal like i just i don't like i love food and we missed <gasps> dinner like like literally oh, i
1: thought miss- what you said i thought you're making it in know about dick sucking but oh
0: oh so like i never miss like oh, a, a sure. cum meal like i totally was like <laughs> yeah. like i like, I, <laughs> like I know,
1: yeah I, it, I, that's a, a double entendre? oh
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. oh mm-hmm. it was it, <laughs> vitamin
1: s wow um and Aaron for you then oh the the same
3: it's it's yeah <laughs> like i said it's right the last time that we had sex is yeah quite frequently the best. Maybe it is the fact that our memory is a little clouded, but it that Who doesn't cares? make a difference to
1: me. I mean, fuck if you're enjoying it, then great. And okay, so my very last question, because if we keep going to me hours and hours of content that I don't want to edit, so I'm, I'm I'm fucking I'm putting my foot down because shit. But <laughs> so my very last question to you is, if you were to give advice to a, to another couple whether they are one is disabled or they're both disabled what advice would you offer to them
3: mm-hmm. I would say that you know m- making sex in any form uh, any you know form that accommodates you is should be a priority because a lot of times people make it secondary or not secondary it's just so we'll get around to it but not mm-hmm. if it's If it's, you know, one of the things you have to do most days, Mm -hmm. um, it it can be quite beneficial.
0: Mm -hmm. I would second that. And I would say that, um, yeah, whatever you need to do to take care of yourself during the day. I mean, sometimes I'm like falling asleep as we're getting into bed and I know I want to have sex and I can barely speak. And what do I say? No, I, I just want to do fun stuff it's yeah. almost all, the only thing i can get out of my mouth like and um and i need to put things in my mouth really um but <laughs> but, but um when i'm t- but it will wake me up because it will wake up my senses and it's pain relieving um and so yeah what i have to say is just like be patient communicate Listen to each other, and just be open to the fact that our human bodies do all kinds of stuff, Um, and just just roll with it.
1: True, true, true words never spoken. This was this was a mishmash of all of of like so many different things. So if you were listening and you were confused as fuck, don't worry. So was I. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But I loved it. This is so important, and I'm so I was so happy to have you on. Thank you mm-hmm. so, so much for that two hours of time with me. Mm-hmm. It was really, I, it was so great. Um, how do people get a hold of you both in the work you do?
0: So um, you can visit our website, um, disabilityduo.com. You can visit us on Instagram. Um, I think, oh goodness, now I've forgotten our Instagram hashtag. I know, um, it. Disabled Duo say Dis- We are a disabled duo there. And, um, Twitter and the same. Nice. Um, and, yeah, you will... Yeah, so you can reach us there. Um, I wish I could remember our email address right now, but that's my... I mystery. think maybe you sent it to uh, me, and if you didn't... I probably did. Um, and I will get that to you,
1: I soon. will put it in the show notes once I have it. Don't worry. Thank
0: you. Um, and, yeah, anyone, like, you know, following this show, be following, like, reach out, you know, oh, Twitter, Disability Duo. Disabled Duo. Um, oh, sorry, Disabled Duo. Thank you very much. DisabledDuo.com, Disabled Duo on Twitter. Thank you, Andrew. I got it. Um, I got it. I got this you. That's why I need more than one brain. So, um, yeah, we will be following any posts about this podcast and we will be, you can reach out to us there as well.
1: Awesome. Uh, I'm going to talk to you a lot once I hit off, but I'm going to officially nice. say goodbye to you both. Thank you so much, Aaron and Kate. This was, this was the longest podcast I've ever recorded. Um, it was great fun. Again, it was a whole bunch of tangents that I don't know how to put together.
3: Th- that's what happens when you interview two people whose brains don't function
1: properly. I mean... And amazing podcast. Amazing this- content that I don't know how I'm going to put together.
0: This is what happens when you have a threesome mm-hmm. on your uh,
1: podcast a professional three it's seconds. always just more stuff than you know what to do just with. there's so much and I, you know you've listened so you know i'm not. i know you know i don't edit so this is gonna be like <laughs> jam-packed
0: <laughs> oh you just like you say such sexy words you know like it's just, it's great jam-packed okay
1: i'm hitting off because the oh, audience no. is like <laughs> we're done it's finished thank you for coming on and um thanks Bye. Bye. All right, friends. That's another episode of Disability After Dark, the podcast shining a bright light on sex and disability. My name is, of course, Andrew Gerza, and thank you so much for listening and helping the show go. I really appreciate that you all listen and that you come back every week, and I love doing it, and I love shining a bright light on these topics, so thank you. If you want to follow my work, you can head over to www.andrewgerza.com where you'll find my writings, some cool videos I've been in, and you'll see where I've been talking, where I've been doing talks. And if you want to hire me to talk, you can do so there as well. If you want to follow me on the social media, you can put in all my handles on Insta, Twitter, and Facebook at The Andrew Gerza. If you want to follow the podcast specifically, you can follow us on Twitter at DisAftDarkPod or on Facebook at facebook.com disabilityafterdark. This show is a completely independent production. I literally record the show here in my bedroom in Toronto, and that's awesome. So if you want to support this fully independent program, you can head over to patreon.com disabilityafterdark, and you can pledge $1 a month, to get the show early and get really cool perks like that and I, I will give you a shout out on the air and thank you for your support. It would be super awesome if you could also leave a 5 star review on iTunes or wherever you download your podcast so that this show all about sexuality and disability, something we don't talk about enough, can get more traction and more people can hear about the show. Lastly, if you want to be a part of Disability After Dark, you can submit your suggestions, story ideas, or your minisodes to our email inbox, disabilityafterdark at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next time right here on the program Shining a Bright Light on Sex and Disability, Disability After Dark. Copyright Notice. Disability After Dark was presented, created, and produced by Andrew Gerza and Cripple Content Creations, with music by Chris Sugiuchi. Any and all materials, including graphics, audio recordings, and music, are property of the owner and cannot be used or distributed without express permission. Copyright 2019.